This episode of Audio Pollock is brought to you by The Spa Clothing, located at 380 Ave in South Boston. The Spa Clothing is a top-tier screen printing and embroidery shop. Whether you need t-shirts for a league or a family reunion, maybe even hoodies for your construction company, the spot's the place to go. Locally owned and operated for over 17 years, stop by The Spa today for all your printing and embroidery needs. Gonna make it if you like it or not. At the top, yeah, I'm reserving my spot. Yeah, you know how I rock. Jade and P.I. got it on lock. I'm making waves and you just go with the flock. Yeah, go with the flow and just stick to the code. It's getting cold, so I just put on my coat. Real cheese, I don't know. This ball work has got me feeling amazing. Like Tim Duncan, I just stick to the basics. Basics. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Flabo. Yo, what's up? It's Pete. And we're Audio Pollock. What up, Pete? Nothing. What's going on? Nothing. We have a special guest today. How we doing? You may have seen him from our live when we Pete's one and done fucking fight night, whatever he did there. He was a great commentator. He's known as Real Estate Marcus on Instagram and all platforms. Is is that good? Yeah. What am I on Instagram? I'm uh, Boston Real Estate Walker. Okay. Okay. I know you as real estate Marcus. What's your name? Marcus Walker? Apparently? Marcus Walker, yeah. Look at me putting shit together. Montana Marcus. Good job. Yeah, yeah, he's from Montana. Really? Yeah. Oh, look at that. How the fuck did you get here? Well, you start seeing Boston movies when you're in high school, and you're like, to to me, that was like living on the fucking moon. How like, old are you? Uh, 37. Go out hunting and shit? Yeah. <laughs> And then, uh, that was the move. Let me go there. I love that. It's big so funny baseball guy. Like just, uh, I would watch Red Sox games from Montana, and I would just Is imagine it? being at Fenway, and that was like the craziest dream at the time. I might as well have been dreaming I was on Mars. In the middle of Montana, right? Because that seems so unattainable uh, for me, where I was at in my life. When your front yard's a twenty-acre cow pasture on the prairie, right? Yeah. It is completely different. What's world. the weirdest thing you ever saw someone do to a cow? I never saw anything weird being done to a cow, believe it or not. Because they have udders. They do have udders. I would do some weird shit to some udders. There's a rodeo event where you try to uh, milk a cow, and like it's like a feral cow, so wow. it's uh, really tough to do. It's yeah, kind of like one of the freak show side events at a rodeo. Imagine if they put Vaseline on the others. <laughs> I'm that just trying to figure out, can we get Pete to sign up for this? Do they have any around here? Uh, I, would, I don't know. Do, yeah, New Hampshire, rodeo. Vermont. We definitely like that. a feral call for you to do that. Hey, do you want to know what I thought of in the car? What's that? <laughs> on the ride over? Here's a question for you. Would you rather have sex with old people for the rest of your life or never have sex again? And by old, I mean like fucking prune-ish, like raisins and shit. Give me an age. Like 80. Smashing them. Yeah, I'm fucking <laughs> bottling them in the mouth. Like Smashing I'm gonna, I'm, Yeah, I'm going to put, I'm, yeah. I'm blindfolding myself though, but I'm still going to do no, it. No, that's fine. That's, yeah. yeah, you can do that. <laughs> it's going to be real dry though. No, you can have them pick their scabs. <laughs> oh, I am fucking awesome Ruined right now. It. If you have, yeah, 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 I'm, I'm firing. So you're a big baseball guy, yeah. Sox fan. Yeah. So I, I tried to figure out a way to get over to Boston, and what I came up with was to do a year at UMass Amherst. I didn't have the grades to get in there, but there was this thing called the National Student Exchange, 
where uh, you know rich kids go overseas on foreign exchanges, poor <laughs> kids from Montana. You went to Springfield. <laughs> yeah, go to Springfield. <laughs> Um, Not bad. First night in, we go to a game, you know, get hustled on the scalp ticket, which I love that back and forth of, you know, scalping tickets and, and seeing that world firsthand and get into a game and just start kicking them back. And in like the sixth or seventh, I'm like, wait a minute, is Clay Buckled throwing a no hitter? And he ends up throwing a no no. First night in Boston, I'm just oh, enamored. Cool. Like, you know, everything's moving fast. There's so much going on. And, uh, I made a point right there. I'm like, I'm going to figure out a way to live here. And then uh, finished up UMass Amherst, went back to Montana, uh, graduated from the University of Montana, was going to be uh, a ski bomb after working in minor league baseball. I worked for the summer for the Missoula Osprey, and it was one of the best jobs ever. And at the time, uh, Paul Goldschmidt was coming through the organization, and this is like rookie ball. So this is like 18-year-old kids. And just watch him have an unreal season, hit dingers every night. One night I had to be uh, the mascot and uh, <laughs> uh, selling tickets, just working the whole stadium. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that was a rough day being a mascot. It was uh, uh, like a little county market at 11 a.m. on a Saturday, just hung over as fuck. You could have been a fluffer on a gay porn set. That's true. Yeah. You got so. middle schoolers pushing you from behind because you can't see out of the corner of your <laughs> it eye. It sucks. Yeah. Like, uh, like that time in Times Square when you're like, you're scaring the kids. You got to keep the head on. You got to keep the head yeah. on. You scare the kids. Yeah. So then uh was going to be ski bomb. Blew my ACL out the second day of ski season. Uh, living in my childhood bedroom of my parents' house, selling shoes at the local mall, having to touch old ladies' feet. And I'm like, this, if I don't change something drastically, I'm going to have a really shitty life. And how old were you at this moment? I was probably like 22, 23. Okay. So I had a buddy from Montana who was playing hockey at Salem State, and he's like, my roommates are going to be gone this summer, but they're going to continue to pay rent. So you got a free place to bum it for three months figure out so i packed up my honda accord and hit the road for boston and it was one of the best decisions i've ever made i like the hustle where'd you move when you go to boston just curious uh first spot was in jp and i'm still in jp to this day okay 13 years later and really thankful to that buddy who let me stay there because i ended up not moving out till late october and all of his roommates are back and they're like who the fuck is this kid like (laughs) sleeping on the couch like this kid needs to get out of here no, what's That's interesting funny. is uh, he's the second guest that um, hustled his way to where he wanted to be and slept on the couch, basically, to get there. Right. And that's what Pooney did. Yeah, Pooney. And I've always had that mentality, always loved hustling, almost died actually hustling at a really young age. I was in third grade and had a lawn mowing business, and I had just nailed the biggest contract of that business contracts in third grade he's different i'm telling you and i had to get a buddy to go help me and i was crossing this busy road in uh bozeman montana which is you know four lanes which is pretty big big business and there's no stop sign there and get through one of them and then the second series of lanes didn't stop and got hit on my bike and uh was unconscious for a good bit and then uh, my buddy who I was going to, he told every girl that I had died. So I had that nice buzz going. 
you know, girls were crying. In Montana. Which was they didn't even dope. have phones. That's the buzz right there. No, he's dead. He's gone. That's awesome. So I was a giant scab for like three months, um, but always had that entrepreneur spirit. So anytime I see someone uh, doing that, whether it's having a barbershop business or, you know, selling sweatshirts or hustling in any regard, I'm always excited. And that always gets me going to see someone chasing their dreams and doing it on their terms. Yeah. Well, me as well. Um, uh, I have a similar mind state. I try to, um, like I've said before, it's not going to be from lack of effort. So I'll try. I'll figure out. I guess that's my superpower is figuring shit out. Um, right. It might not be the best way. It might not be the right way. But uh, I'll be all right. You know, I always bounce back all right. And um, I definitely, like yourself, I like to appreciate when I see it. I try to support a ton of people. And um, hopefully you think it goes back around. You know what I mean? Yeah, but. especially in this world we're getting where everything's getting so uh, corporatized and owned by big conglomerates. When I see someone doing something on their own, it gets me pumped up. Um, mm. You know, a lot of people, their celebrities are athletes. But my celebrities are kind of business people, especially small business people and that job working in minor league baseball for that summer one of my favorite things to do was talk to the scouts and they would always talk about how they looked at someone physically talking about like ankles and you know if you saw a kid that was 16 and had a full beard you're not going to sign him because he's already done and then he talked about the mental aspect (gasps) of that so i've always liked looking at small business and other people through a lot of different lenses, but even through like a talent scout and seeing uh, someone come up before everyone catches on to it as well. That's dope. Well, shout out your um, the like little hat you gave me. Yeah. Walker Residential Property. That's his. That's my brokerage. Yes. What do you got going on? So I tried to figure out like the quickest way to get wealthy as a kid growing up. And you quickly start to learn that that's through real estate in some way. So always had a knack for real estate and came here to Boston and worked a shitty biotech job for like two months. Uh, It was customer service. I felt like a fucking caged animal. (laughs) I'm walking back and forth that cubicle. Everyone's like, dude, you need to sit down. You're making us all uncomfortable. And they recorded all of my fuck-ups, and I would call them my greatest hits every week. They would play it back in HR yeah. and run through every the, all the crazy shit I would say, and you're hearing yourself like through the headphones. So I knew that job wasn't going to be happening for long. And I had a guy that rented me my apartment when I first moved here, and he was a friend of a Montana friend who had worked for him for a little bit. And every month he'd be like, come work for me, come work for me. And then finally, one of those cubicle days where you're, I had to take three days off from work. I'm like, fuck this job. I'm taking three days off. And when I came back that next, after those three days, I'm walking and they're like, we need to talk to you in HR. And I knew I was about ready to get canned or something. So right then and there, I'm like, "Um, I'm giving you a month notice. And they're like, no one ever gives a month notice to quit this shitty job. And I'm like, well, it's going to be a month. And then the next day, my boss got canned. And for that month in that big biotech corporation, no one knew I existed. (laughs) So it was like a no-show paycheck, basically. Like I would show up and I would just cut into the file room and start making phone calls, uh, just reaching out to anyone that owned real estate here in Boston and and just started hustling. 
And then, so explain to the people what the brokerage firm does. You just get money for people? You a lender? You a what? It's uh, been a long road, but it's been uh, primarily uh, sales and rentals. Okay. And I started for a cat over in Brookline who ended up losing his real estate bro- uh, broker's license because he was doing all sorts of shady shit. Including, I know a couple of those. Yeah, including <laughs> not paying me. And we were having guys show up to the office uh, that had no business being at the office. And you knew something was going on, but, you know, I, I was kind of a rube being from Montana. Yeah. I was kind of a dummy. Like, I would... I had a little bit of street smart, like Montana street smart, but uh, the guy was just involved in all sorts of stuff, and uh, he ends up losing his his brokerage license, and I had to go work for this uh, sweet little uh, old Jewish lady in Brookline, and she was like the total opposite. He was like always flexing with the nice cars, always kind of overextending himself, and I saw this quiet little Jewish lady who... Uh, drove a 30-year-old shitty car, but had, you know, uh, $5 million in real estate in Brookline. So yeah. picked up the game from her and um, just started trying to meet as many people as I possibly could. And that was tough because I didn't know anyone here. And it was tough coming to a new land where you don't know shit. And I've always said Bostonians, uh, they wear their heart on their sleeve, but they have a rock in their fist. And you have to get through that rock. And there's no other way to get through rock other than time um, and just slowly erode at it. And then once you get through that rock, they're the sweetest people ever. Well, you hit them with a bigger rock. Yeah. (laughs) And having lived here for 13 years, I mean, it takes a long time to build those relationships. From, like I said, um, for those who don't know, we don't, this is the first time we ever met each other. Yeah. Um, I just... You popped on the live. I know of you through Pete or whatever, and um, you were supposed to fight. I don't know. Um, yeah. What what happened there? Um, I'm not, I'm not sure on who's the one who's holding back this fight. I don't think it's you. No, I I wanted that fight more than anything. And Pete, what's up with your man? Yeah. Um. So that got he's, me training again. Training, by the way, he's training. Yes, so... You brought out a fire and an anger in me that I have actually haven't felt in a while. Yeah, Let's you go. were fired up. I yeah. remember, yeah, you were. Um, I'm going to kick the shit out of something. I'm going to fucking, I, um, like, shin, the kick, shin kick the shit out of him so or something. So, as you know, we've been getting, like, some of the... More people have been coming up to wrestle, whatever, whatever. So he's been popping back up, and he's like, I would do it, but I want to see him wrestle first. Oh, boy. So... And you, it's fair. It He's is, scared. You know, you know that too. You I think get he's it. You get, you get his thought process. I'm not saying. You know me. I'd fucking be like, let's run it. I, you know what I mean. That's what. Well, I'd, my thing is, is like, if you come up to me and and talk some shit to me, that's that's one thing. Especially if you can kick my ass. Right. Um, but if you say in a public venue that you're gonna um, choke me unconscious, you're gonna light a fuse in me. Did and, he do that? He did. He did do that at. Uh, oh, Pete! I didn't even hear this. Your so, man wants to see him fight. Say he's gonna choke him I, out. No, he's gonna get kicked in the legs for that. I think Pete might have instigated him a little mm-hmm. bit, but he the words did come out of his mouth, and he said that. So that lit a huge fire under me. And the next day, I uh, started training yeah, and did. jogging. And oh man! And I'm down uh, eight pounds. We'll, so. we'll, we'll, Pete, I I'm disappointed Stevie. in you. You don't get this going. No. Th- I got another guy, Stevie. No, 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 no other guys. No, I'm. I'm the man thinking, wants one di- guy. I'm thinking, yeah, but it he might says just, he's going to choke him out. Listen, 
It might not happen. I want that choked out energy. That's it what he wants. It might not happen. It's not me wrestling. I'll wrestle fucking everybody. If if you're hearing this and you want to wrestle, call me. He's um, out here trying to sling no, houses, exactly. right? And your man's he, out here he, doing listen, fucking listen, the wonder years on Marcus Instagram. is training every day, like he like four days a week. He's training a lot now. He's training like I train now. Like Well, the, and the internet's getting weird now because people can talk shit, and there's a, a lack of reality that's going on right. in 2023. And, and that, gets, that gets me a little fired up. Right, that's exactly. Saying. That's why I just try to, like, you know. Just no, fucking. no, no. Get it going. It's not. It's not gonna happen. Like it's just. It's fucking. You can't say like you're gonna you choke said, dude out. Yeah, but people do it all the time. Listen, like, I'm gonna record a video of me playing touch butt at the park, and you show him that video and say, "Here's your video of him, you know, doing whatever," and then we'll figure it out. I think he I'll... should go all Shannon Briggs, and every time he's about to do one of his um, little Instagram joints. You should just pop up. Be like, that would be hilarious. Champ, let's, let's go, champ. That would be hilarious. Let's go, champ. Every time he's trying to eat a slice of pizza, everything's just being his mix. Take a bite remember, out of it. Do you remember? Well, he one? shut me down now <laughs> because be I've been like, hey, man, like, what's up? And he won't respond to me. And I called him actually yesterday because um, I saw go, he was champ. with Dana White and, I, and he didn't pick <laughs> up the phone call. Let's set it up. Do you remember what what oh what the fuck happened? Doesn't matter. Now. Ah, see, Dave said this to me today. He's like, "You'll have something, and I'll see it, and then you lose it." Ah, I hate this. I hate weed. Oh man. Ah, fuck! I had something. I had something hilarious. And you know, I don't get many thrills these days, fellas. I'm living a pretty uh, a clean life, so I'm I want I want to you know feel something. So I'm I'm ready to go with this guy I, if he can. Clean life is good. Can, no, I just don't understand any of it. And my first introduction was that night. You know what I'm saying? They explained before what was going to happen, how it was going to work out. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. And then I knew there but was tension. With that, from... Nino will fight anyone. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. That's why he's the best. Yeah, Nino, <laughs> no, he's the best. Nino's like, Nino's like, what do I got to put Marcus over? <laughs> it's like, wow. Nino's looking for the belt, man. Yeah, yeah like I'm... down the road. Not now. He's going to work towards it. He's willing to He's take... under construction. Well, yeah. I, see, I'm afraid of him. Because <laughs> yeah. I see that he's training now. Yeah, yeah. oh, it's it's way different now. And at uh, 168 pounds, no, that, yeah, that's no. a battle yeah, that... You, you can't... Yeah, nope. I call that swimming in deep water. Him, that's what I thought was gonna happen the first time. You should see him and Josh wrestle. Josh looks like a tank. They're they're fucking. Yeah, he's not a little dude. They're like rhinos. Yeah, it's like a car crash. It's wild. He looks like a guy that would be kind of. How's that dude doing? He's doing all right. Yeah, because he's a novice too, right? He just yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Nino. Yeah, he's uh he's catching on. There's a few of them up there. I really like his work too. uh, Speaking of small businesses, I need to figure out a way to work with him and maybe record some stuff or get some photos or do video. Josh, Josh is good. He always watches the videos, uh, the the YouTube. But I think Jason basically he saw he was scared. I mean, he saw me training the next day and calling him out, and then he was like, "That's not a really good look for me to get." My ass kicked by this dude. I, it's not. Oh, hey. Hey, I got it. And then he shut me out, so. Yeah, because. Well, I guess I have my answer. Yeah. We'll find. Challenge is there. Yeah, it's always there. I, I always say I always say that to him. I'm like, you know, if you ever want to make it happen. This is real estate, Marcus. He'll kick you in the fucking chin. <laughs> Pete, do your smile thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, like that. It's uncomfortable, Pete. No, okay, that's funny. 
No, I, I would love the I would love for them to wrestle. I'm interested. I'm in. There's there's three of us who agree. I would love to see it. Yeah, I mean, I could. E- we can even figure out a way to to get some money going for it and donate to that that to something. I mean, oh. look at this. If we can put some money behind it and help out a good cause, and like maybe look the at boxing, this. maybe revere boxing. Yeah, and we can. It can be. I like that. Literally. It can be anything. You can switch it up. If it wants to be boxing, it can be boxing. If it wants to be a headbutting contest, oh, head slaps, slaps, power slaps. <laughs> he said, "I will fuck you up." Yeah. You just figure it out. You want to thumb wrestle? Figure it out. He's the winner. He said, "I love this. That's great." Hey. I was walking well, that's my dog. Why we get along. Yeah, I was yeah. walking my dog a couple months ago with my girlfriend and. I could tell this guy wasn't gonna move from the sidewalk. I remember this, and I, and I was, and you know, I bumped into him, and I wanted to, of course, fight him. And my girlfriend was so disgusted, and uh, I'll fight up. She's like, "What's wrong with you?" And she's like, "I'm like, I just want to fucking like feel that fucking rush of someone being You're gonna like get killed though." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> relax on the street, bro. <laughs> you can so, go after somebody with a machine. So I got some yeah. issues. I need to calm down a little bit. You're in JP. You're about to get being about to meet a Dominican soon. Yeah, you know, no, I, I know. I picked my poison. This dude is oh, a man. fat fucking bald dude in JP. <laughs> <laughs> Smart. Yeah. But Good listen, one. looks can be deceiving. That's why I hit people with shit because you know, That's look true. at you all here running around, young, little, and fucking. Angry and want to fucking sucker everybody. I'm fucking stoned. I don't want to deal with you. You're all right. Fight, fight it up. Well, I'm this like I don't know. It's just certain people push me. Like I'm actually a very <laughs> like uh, laid back, calm person for the most part. You are dangerous because now that I hear you're all fight up and you are pretty calm, level headed. Your voice doesn't really change. You're pretty funny. <laughs> well, <laughs> you're a fucking psycho. <laughs> that's why I was attracted to Pete because Pete has that same dog in him. And after hanging out a couple times with Pete, I'm like. Oh, I know that feeling. Like I was like, okay, <laughs> this guy's kind of this guy's like me a little bit. Yeah, for so, sure. Pete, people send me DMs sometimes mm-hmm. and want to know your reaction. It's mostly people don't really know you, but right. they know you through the pod. Yeah. So somebody wanted to give me, uh, let you know, mm-hmm. a little, um, a little added piece of game maybe. Okay. So. They told me to tell you, right, that um, Tinder, Tinder and Hinge are for rookies. Okay. They sent me this meme. Yeah, yeah. And um, they said you should go to the Facebook marketplace. And look for wedding dresses because yes. they, I've because seen they, that. I've seen that meme too. Real original. Fucking get off the internet. I liked it turn, though. Turn their fucking internet off. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Uh, for look rookies. at you fired up. <laughs> fucking because... Cause, I'm a master of the fucking. I go hinge. I go Tinder. I go in with a I, I, I just fucking walk outside and I'll fucking. I'll go to the Chinese restaurant and I'll bring new meaning to all you can eat buffet real quick, <laughs> real quick. Is that a threat? Yeah, I'll fucking. <laughs> I'll be like Mike Tyson before he lost to Buster Douglas, banging all the ugly Chinese uh, maids. That's what he did. <laughs> he did everything. But the Facebook Marketplace—that's a new pool that you probably really haven't dabbled in. You want to dip your saying. toes in? Maybe it's different than the Tinder game, dude. I gotta chill out. I have literally in my phone right now. If you look, like I'm texting with like eleven women. That's a lot of work. I always thought Pete might have superpowers if he just got away from the ladies and so, you put all that focus somewhere else. Oh, it'd be fucking Stephen Hawkins, right? Oh man, I don't, I don't know. right now he fucking doesn't speak. Well, listen, 
you think he can't speak in um, complete sentences? I don't remember what episode it was. He just came out with like a real T.I.-ish sentence. It was kind of, I was, whoa. I, and it was off the cuff that he definitely didn't practice it, and there was no way he could have known we were going to talk about what we talked about. So I was pretty impressed. Oh, the words. Yes. Yeah. Oh, the words. See? Oh, the words. Yeah, 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 it yeah was, exactly. It was good. And you're doing a T.I. impression? No. No, I, he just said something very like eloquent and sometimes, like, real big words. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah, sometimes I I know what I'm saying. A lot of times I don't. Now, but now he's back to normal because the lawyer <laughs> chick's gone. The, he was. It, it had something to do with him about the date a lawyer chick that night. So he was she just made me fucking call on her, his game. She, I called her Hayeti. She said, "Call me Habibi. Call me Hayeti." I don't. I don't know if I co-signed that or she not. She was Middle know. Eastern. What does that translate to? I don't know. That's why I don't want to co-sign that. So I didn't even care. I just didn't want to call you just anyone did it? that. Yeah. Got you reading yeah. the Quran now. So no. after, so after we were nailing down facing west, <laughs> how uh, that work out? She was starting to make plans for the summer, and I wasn't like, I don't need to. Th- like the only thing I know is like I'm thinking about getting some girl pregnant so I can ruin her summer. Oh, but man. like, I I don't know what I'm gonna do. How long have you known this dude? Don't listen to him. I've known Pete now. You're for doing pretty up, good. Coming up on a year now. Yes. Yeah. And I've been dabbling my toe in the pond that is Pete. It's it's crazy water. It's and, like multicolored. It's it's almost like it's like an oil spill. Yeah, and you want to just crazy. keep going but deeper. But it's fun though. Yeah, it's a good time. I'm trying to figure him out. I'm having a great time. There's waves he turns on and turns off. Yeah, I just he's in control of it though. Yeah, I control chaos. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I can kind of. I like it. It's fun. <laughs> it's fun. Well, speaking of. A little fun. Now it's March Madness. I won on uh, Furman today in the barbershop. You missed it. It was a great mm-hmm. time. Everyone's jumping around. Mm-hmm. And everybody fills out a bracket. We here are a mess, and we wanted to do a little bracket. And I figure, Pete, you could do one of your little green screens and talk about the um, bracket that we have maybe tomorrow for the matchups. Okay. And we can have people vote on the matchups to see who ends up winning. We'll do it each week. We'll go round by round. And mm-hmm. the championship should end on that Monday, and Oz would be on that Thursday. All right. So it's a big gambling month. Oh, it's huge. I love it. So for us to be able to do that and be in intact with the championship, yep. I did um, a bracket of eight. All right. So let's hear it. Number one seed in this. In what the- is it? What is the bracket based upon? So I was going back and forth about how disrespectful I wanted to be on the name of this bracket, and I'm glad you caught me before I just jumped into that. So I figured we could just stay on brand and the girls are mean bracket. Let's say bitches ain't shit, but I didn't think that was... Bitches ain't shit, tricks are for kids, and hoes are motherfucking expensive. (laughs) (laughs) So I figured I'd stick with our brand and your brand, girls are mean bracket. All right. So we could have went... A route where we could have got real people, you know, you could have did. Oh, we did Margaret Thatcher. Awesome. You could have did, you know, Oprah, Lorena Bobbitt, Ellen you know DeGeneres. I mean? But how much fun could we have there? So I figured you could do ca- movie characters or TV characters, right? You could have right. a little more fun there. So I think in the, in the East bracket, the number one seed is Skylar White, that piece of shit from Walter Breaking White's, Bad. Yeah, that she's a fucking evil bitch. She was a B and E magician. 
in real life? That's what they said. She was a breaking and entering magician. And she's a cunt because every time I see her, I get so like aggravated. That dude sold crystal meth for her. So she would be set up for the rest of her life, and she went and fucked her boss on this dude. I know. It's very, like, I, I hate that lady for what she did to Walter White. Yeah. Man was suffering through chemo and decided to risk it all for her, and she didn't care. She was smashing somebody and then blew the money and then gave that dude the money. Oh. Yeah. So she's the number one seed. In her matchup, we have Ricky Bobby's wife. Oh, from fucking... Collie Bobby. She was a... She was a dish rag. As soon as my man got in that car accident, she was right down to Calm Norton. Yeah. If you ain't first, you're last. So yeah. She meant that shit. So she's a four seed. So the one four seed over there is Skylar White versus Collie Bobby. It's Skylar White goes this. And we'll let the people vote. You know what I'm saying? But people, tomorrow I'm you just do that match. the right answer. That was his best friend. And then in the West, we have Ginger from Casino. Very toxic. One might say she was brought up in this podcast, and Pete has a ginger in his relationship. You can figure it out. Marcus met ginger. <laughs> look at him. He's like, yeah, I did. <laughs> look at this. Look at him. The pro. He's Lester, so it doesn't really matter in the situation. He's not Robert De Niro, so you know it works out for him. It does. But in her matchup, she's facing Jenny from Forrest Gump. Oh fuck! I hate Jenny. She's, she's a piece she's, of shit. She's a low key killer. She's a low key like you don't she realize she's got weapons she, coming from everywhere. She like took that. advantage of somebody who was mentally challenged and left him with a kid with AIDS. Bro, bro, <laughs> it's fucked bro, up. Know what? I'm saying it. It's I'm a, saying it, it right now. Upset city. Ginger did Upset it in city. Vegas. Ginger did it in Vegas. That's expected there. Jenny's a fucking cunt. She goes to the next Upset round. Upset city. Upset city. Yeah, upset. Upset. Oh, oh boy. I, I oh. just realized now that she gave that kid AIDS. No, he had AIDS. Yeah, she left him with AIDS Fuck, kid. I never realized that. And that's Fucked how up. he became. That's how we've seen sense. dead people. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah. So she like started that. Like a fever that. dream. He saw all that when he was getting AIDS. Yeah. So there's a with potential upset I see over there. Yeah. I. I. Yeah. That one got me fired up. That was a great first round then, matchup. Then in the two three matchup, in the East, we have. Diana from fucking, oh, what is the movie? Indecent Proposal? She's Demi Moore's oh, character? Yeah, 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 yeah. You seen Indecent Proposal with Woody Harrelson and Demi Moore? Is that the one where she crosses her legs? Nope, she, that's Sharon Stone. Stone. Demi okay. Moore's the one who was G.I. Jane. Yep. So she in the movie, if you're not familiar with the movie, Robert Redford's a millionaire, <laughs> and he thought Demi Moore was attractive. And he approached Woody House and her husband and said, I'll sleep with your wife for a million dollars. Aren't they on a boat at some point? At some point they are, yes. Okay. So she ends she doesn't want to do it. Woody Harrelson wants her to do it. They end up doing it. It doesn't settle right after the fact. You know, Woody Harrelson has a tough time getting over that. But then she ends up with Robert Redford and she acts like all high society and fucking just a total piece of shit, to be honest with you. Okay. In that matchup, she is facing Elvira Hancock from Scarface, Michelle Pfeiffer's character. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, she was with I, the plug, and then she left him for yeah. Tony as soon as he started getting his fucking whistle wet. 
I kind of... She was so hot that she could almost get away with it. And, 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 like, that's the thing. She's too hot for nothing. She's a fucking bitch. She's, she loses. And she's blown out of her mind. Yeah, so I she give don't her like, win. I kind of, like... Another Quavo, she yeah. you in the morning. Yeah, give her a just, pass, she, almost. Yeah, she's a walkover. That's a fucking easy round. Well, I don't like her either because you could cut a lot of that out of that long-ass movie, and it's all her parts that you would probably cut out. Like, yeah, I don't care when she's buying the car. Yeah, no, I don't care at all. Point. You know? Honestly, so that's another fact. They should have put her on Throw character. Mama from the Train. And then in the last two three matchup out west, we got Nurse Jackie in the two seed. Just you seen Nurse Jackie? Pills. I've not seen Nurse Jackie. Edie Falco, she's all whacked out. She's a nurse, and she's okay. fucking the dude who's in charge of the pharmaceuticals. Is that on Hallmark? What it's, is what? Oh no, it's on, on Showtime. Okay. It, it used to be lit. There's a bunch of seasons. She's a fucking she's a train wreck. Cheats all over her husband. Maniac. She's got kids, and oh, she's a piece of shit. She's a piece of work in that okay. show. And she's facing Laurie Grimes from Walking Dead, the wife from Walking Dead. The I, poor... I didn't fuck with Walking Dead. Never saw it. So oh. in the very first episode, the guy, the main character, the sheriff there, he wakes up because he was in the hospital because he was in a coma. coma. I'm DQ'd on this. His one. wife's pregnant. She was fucking the dude who was the Punisher. And like it might have been his kid the whole time, and never really yeah, got the wild. answer to whose kid that was because of the, what was going on at the show. And I mean, imagine you going in the fucking hospital for a little bit, and you're under there, and all of a sudden your wife's fucking your best friend. You ever suspect someone's not their dad? Like, do you have any friends where you're like, I don't think that's really your dad. You should look into that. I've never really <laughs> paid attention. Oh, I, I'm one of them. I was one of them, but no, um, not that. But I grew up with kids who we have no clue who our dad is. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a whole different. Uh, I had a couple of buddies. I looked at their dad. I'm like, dude, I don't think that's your dad, man. Well, you should look into that. I know a situation like where nowadays, you know, you do the DNA. Everyone's doing DNA tests. Yeah, there was one by my old office right in Brookline. I love to watch the people going in and out of that one. So I know... A couple people who took them. I, I've taken one and stuff, but okay. I was in a conversation with somebody who was talking about they took one and they're supposed to be related to somebody. Yeah. And they took one and it didn't pop up that they're related. And they're like, oh, you must have to add me. And it's like, no, nah, that's not how that works. <laughs> I get an email all the time saying, you got a second you know, cousin, you know, a third yeah. cousin, or whatever. Right. I'm like, no, that's your, your dad's not your dad because we, it would have hit, you know? Yeah. So that's tricky. Yeah, that's a p tough pill to swallow when you're... Who would you kill, your mom or your dad? What? Who would you kill, your mom or your dad? My, well, it's who's tried it's, to kill me the most times. It's a layup for me. Yeah, if my dad's out. Yeah, it's a layup for yeah. me. All right, cool. Oh, the room full of mom fucking it's a, it's issues. A layup, yeah, man. weird fucking no, mom dynamics. Uh, I never met my real dad. No. I didn't find out who he was when I was 37. My dad's a good dude, uh, but he broke a Swiffer broom over me once in a fight. So. You never forget it, so he's dead. So, you Fuck know. Fuck him. I'm with it. That's my, with my mom it. never hit me with a weapon, so I got to go keeping mom around dead. So, yeah. see. Dad used a weapon. Contrary to our bracket, we do love women here. Yeah. Yes, we do. We love our moms. So we're going to put that on Instagram. Have Happy everyone Mother's vote. Day. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have everyone vote, see who makes it to the finals. You should say that Monday around <laughs> Southie after the parade. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah, right. Oh, fuck it. Happy Mother's Day. Oh, boy. It's coming. So I, I see you're a big, I think you think Jenny might walk away with this, huh? Je Depending Dude, on the matchups. Dude, she's. 
She, dude, she's a fucking creeper. You don't even realize how powerful she is. No, she was dangerous. Yeah, she's all whacked up on acid on the bus and then fucking getting banged by the Black Panther party. That movie <laughs> broke my heart. All whacked so out on coke trying to jump off the porch. Yeah, she's wild. And then just letting Forrest get a little touch of the nipple. You know what I mean? Right. That's it. Dude. Yeah, that perfect the bank. level of autism. Hey, that is the one of the. I, can't, I wish I could quote it right now, but the scene where he's in the bed with everybody, like he was waiting for in the rain. Oh yeah, and she got some touch of the titty. He's like, oh. something about his. Yeah, he like comes or whatever. But his quote in that scene is pretty fucking great. Well, that movie's great because it's the first movie that made me want to be retarded after watching. <laughs> yeah, that. yeah. You, I was like, I'll take that. You wanted to go Radi- full. Radio did it to a little bit too. Like radio <laughs> had you. Like I wish I could. I, I got jazzed up. I'm like, I want to uh, run across the country. That looks dope. Yeah. Give me a little bit of that. Gump. So you know what that movie's about? A lot of people miss it. Uh, never given up. That's about America. Yeah. They just put Forrest Gump in all the pivotal points where America has something going on. Very true. Note. Very true. Now that I look back at that, yeah, I read it a long time ago somewhere because there was supposed to be a Forrest Gump too, but nine eleven kind of ruined that. Dang, they couldn't figure out how to add like you know Forrest Gump running in the Twin Towers wouldn't have like worked. Right, especially when he would have been what like seventy at that point. They said his um, kid was supposed old. to die of AIDS, and he was going to deal with that, and you know he would have worked at like the Twin Towers or something. Like they would have had to evolve involve that. What he, what would he been doing at the twin? Shining shoes. I don't know, but they were like, we couldn't think <laughs> it was. A, they have a whole program to get them jobs now. No, like he would have been right selling away. hot dogs outside on the corner. Oh, that too. Like Bubba Frank. Hot dogs. Easy Habibi. Bubba Frank. Easy Habibi. Aki. Yeah. <laughs> he would have been selling fucking <laughs> Aki's. Bubba Franks and Bubba Sparks. They're yeah. like the same person, I think. I don't know what I'm saying again. Yeah, you're back. Yeah. Pete's back. He's back. Girl said to me the other night, how many concussions have you had? She just randomly said that. Uh, Great question. Let's is, unpack that. I was going to say, how many concussions have you had? I don't know. Dude, sometimes I... <laughs> have I, you had any on the books? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how many? Three. Me too. Mm-hmm. On the books. Yeah. I probably had a couple others. Mm-hmm. I'm probably at like a baker's dozen, I would say, at this point. Yeah. Um... I've been out a couple of times. Like, One oh. time I uh, was trying to be Chris Benoit. <laughs> so I, uh, what, kill I your killed, family? I, I, killed, I killed my wife and my dwarf son. <laughs> oh, man. It was great. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> Some yeah. people think. Uh, your boy thought um, Kevin, um, what's his name? <laughs> Kevin did it, Sullivan. Kevin yeah. Nash did it? No, no, Kevin Sullivan. I'm oh, like, okay. all right. No, that's on the internet too, but I don't think so. No. Oh boy, <laughs> this place is awesome. So, now I want to introduce another segment. See how you feel about this. You can chime in on uh, all these. I'm excited topics. to be here. Yeah, this oh, is we fun. appreciate yeah, it. This I is mean, fun. I got an invite and I was pumped. So we're gonna do a little since Pete loves these little fucking dating apps, and I thought they all had the same. Um, what would you call it? Did you see uh, the action? glee in his eye when you said Pete loves these dating apps? Right. He looked up. I've learned so much about this nonsense from this dude. Um, I thought they all would swipe left, swipe rights. I didn't know that was a Tinder thing. I didn't know he had to do likes on Hinge. Time out. Yep. And who needs Tinder when you have your ex's follower list? Not me. <laughs> okay. Time I, in. I don't even Go. know what that means. See? So he's over here liking on Hinge and swiping. So. Yeah. Figured we could do a little tie, a little segment in. Swipe left, swipe right. 
So okay. Swipe rights, things we're into. Swipe left, something we're out of. Swipe rights, yes. Yeah. So right now, people start with our swipe rights. I'll start off. I'm swiping right on the Mexican cartel's <clears throat> fucking HR department. Okay. So if you're not familiar, four Americans got um, kidnapped in Mexico like a week or two ago. Yeah. Two of them got killed. Oh, two. Okay. Yeah, four got kidnapped and two got killed. So what happened is the Mexican cartel, they weren't with that. So they wrestled up five people, zip-tied them, delivered them to the border with a note. And they said they weren't with it. The note actually read, um, we have decided to turn over those who are directly involved and responsible in the events who had at all times acted under their own discretion and decision-making <laughs> wow. and the lack of discipline. Stand on your own. That's what happens when the alphabet boys come looking for you. Yeah, you don't want them to do with that. They learn from... Um, um, Fucking the guy from Pablo Walter Escobar. White. The Walter White chicken guy. <laughs> They'll come and just kill you. Right. So, hey, I don't, I don't know about your job, but my job, their HR department doesn't respond that well. That's a power move what they did right there that's really smart so i swipe right on that yeah i swipe right on that too i i'm going swipe give me right. give, give me a swipe right give me um, one of yours so as you know i like pizza a lot and this okay. week i tried detroit style pizza with all the pepperonis right um no i skipped it i went to i went to avenue in some of somerville okay and it's uh like a bakery pizza okay but it's in a pan like a pan pizza and it's like crunchy, and it's I. Usually, I won't even fuck with you with pizza. Like I know how you are. I was like, he might like this. Like, okay. And so I'll check um, it out. It was like bakery pizza in a pan, which I'm an Italian kid from the North Shore. Like I love bakery pizza. This is pan pizza, like old Pizza Hut, like the read the book thing when you were a kid. Oh yeah, and yeah, this was dope. This was really good. So I'm okay. swiping right on this pizza. Do they go ham on pepperonis or? You can get whatever you want on okay. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was pretty. Avenue in Somerville. It's good. You guys should try it. I, I just. I, so I know Pete's going to do some pizza things. We're going to get it together and I'm actually follow through. I'm going to have to swipe left on that. There's just too many styles of pizza. Like right. Detroit's coming up with pizza now. Like, that's what's what you're next? doing. All right, all right. That's like fair. Boise, Idaho pizza. Like oh, Tampa pizza. Yeah. Like how many yeah. tiers can there be? When we get down to Michigan Detroit, pizza. Yeah, it's made with rusty water. <laughs> it's yellow. Yeah. Detroit's not like a top tier town, so it, it, that doesn't make sense to me. So I, I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna have to check it out. Yeah. 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 We're gonna do like Minneapolis pizza next. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, there's two of them. They're twins. Okay. Fuck that. Uh, and I'm swiping right on this new game I heard of. I've seen a little bit on YouTube, and it just got, it's new to me. So I will end up getting involved in this nonsense and seeing if I can gamble on it. So it's called Gladiator. And it's not what you think, pal. Russell Crowe? No, no, no. It's uh, Hunter Biden? It's combat juggling. Oh, oh. I've seen a clip of this. Yes, so you have to um, maintain three pins or whatever juggling the whole time and you you can make contact with people's pins you can't make contact with them all right so uh, i'll sw- yeah I, i'm in, i'm gonna see how far this goes yeah i feel like it you screams, could really get a pin could really go wrong so screams, i'm in i'm in it screams espn the ocho yeah so that's why i'm in all right. Like I'm you dropped out of clown work. college, life's not going well, right. you get into competitive you juggling. Couldn't get, you couldn't get into the mini car that was already eight people in it. Like You got like, a lot of anger I'm inside in. of you. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, all right, right, I'm in. I'm in. Give me another one. We're going to go four. Well, 
this one, this one, I thought about this for a little bit, and let me give my spiel. But I am swiping right on your mom. Mine? Yeah, because she called, because she Whoa. called you and All said, right. "What's going on with this Darren Waller character? <laughs> Are you guys really gonna fight him?" And then you convinced her that I was in a relationship with her, and then the kicker was we've never met. But they've never met. Yes, my my mother called me concerned. I actually was in the barbershop when she called me. She watched the episode where Pete was upset that Darren Waller and Kelsey Plum got married. She didn't even tell me about them. She didn't know babies. She didn't know who anybody was, and she's like, "Hey, are you guys really gonna fight this Darren Waller guy?" And I'm like, "What?" She's like, who's Darren Waller? I'm like, a tight end? Why? And she's like, oh, I was just watching the podcast. And I'm like, oh, yeah. She's like, yeah, Pete's hilarious. He seems real heartbroken. Does he have her name tattooed on him? I'm like, no, he has her tattooed on him, <laughs> like her whole body and stuff. And she's like, what? How long was he with this girl? I'm like, oh, he's never met her. He's like, what? I'm like, ma, she's in the WNBA. She's like, oh, I thought, like, I'm like, no. I'm like, well, he just got traded to the Giants, so maybe we run up on him and see what happens. Right. But so it's always she, that. So, so she, I'm swiping right. I'm Shout swiping, out to my yeah, mother. Yeah. She was concerned. Yeah, thank you. Keeping people <laughs> yeah. out of jail since when? Yeah. <laughs> and the people since from 19? Rondo's that day were concerned about what? very concerned well, if people, we were going to fight Darren people, Waller. People think they many, know what could happen. How many kids are in the family? In mine? Yeah, I'm imagining I'm an only family. child. Oh, you're an only child. Yeah. Okay, godson over here. Yeah. Well, actually, then I found out um, I got two brothers and two sisters from my dad that I didn't know. Okay. So I guess I'm the oldest of five, but... I'm really um only child. I'm the oldest grandchild though. My mother had me at nineteen. Okay. So um my youngest aunt my mother's youngest sister is only I think twelve years older than me. So okay. I grew up in the house with two of my aunts for a little bit and then, you know, moved out and all that shit. But nice. So I have like a they refer to my grandmother as like ma sometimes in conversation. Okay. Due to my weird age in the family. And do you have, like, extended relatives all over Boston? Um, I guess now, yeah, at this point. Yeah. Yeah, I got a decent-sized family. What's your last name? Flaherty. Flaherty, I think. Yeah. I think well, I'm not. I'm actually not really related to any other Flaherty's in Southie either. Okay. So that's kind of weird, but. Yeah, no, I'm not. Only child. He's related child. to the Iranian ones. We went over this in one of the earlier episodes. No, he uh, gets tanned. I got my, de- well, that's because. Ir- tanned Irish kid. Well, let us before we get into the Irish shit. I got a little sorry, Irish Habibi. Shit. We're gonna keep sorry, going Habibi. left and right. I apologize, but I do have Middle Eastern DNA, which most people Irish do, because really? that's just how it works out. Okay, Habibi, but I'm European Jew. He's mad. I'm chosen. He's not. That's how it works hey. out. Yeah, the hey. chosen people. Yeah, Kanye fucking does not fuck with you. No, I wear Nike. I wear Adidas anyway, so good for me. And I'm swiping right on Jalen Brown right now. By the way, all right, yeah. So Tatum's Tatum, and I get it. I think his ceiling is higher, but I like Jalen Brown better. He's awesome. I think he's a spark plug when we need it. I think he's great. He got a mask. I hope he stays. And right now he's had, in the last two games, he's had 78 points and 15 rebounds. So, What are our odds right now winning the championship? I would I would love to know that right now. Um, Probably pretty good now yeah. since they've fucking sucked a little bit. I know a couple episodes I shouted out there, plus 150 to go to the finals, so. They're probably okay. better. It's probably better odds now. Yeah, probably right. Yeah, they're a sh- weird fucking team though. Yeah, they are. So, I'm in though. You want know, to fucking do it? Let's do it. We're gonna, have, we're gonna have some baseball fun though, since I love baseball. I hate the fucking Red Sox. I know, but 
I had my best cool. Easter of my life last year. We celebrated Easter the day before. So on Easter, I took an edible and went to a Red Sox game by myself. By yourself, huh? And sat there for like four hours and had the, the best Easter of my life. Saw two hits. Yeah, <laughs> I just loved every moment of it. No, I th- um, I'm a big baseball guy. I, lo- I think you never seen greener grass or bluer sky than when you're walking on that tunnel. Yeah. I love a baseball fucking park. Oh, man. We got to catch a Sox game. I try to get yeah, to man. at least 10 a year. Okay. I went to, oh, man, over the... Uh, I cased Fenway. Off the top, I did probably, I think like 12 Yankee games at Yankee Stadium. Oh, nice. So, yeah, I try to get there and go. The highlight of my sneaking in career, and I, uh, for a time in my life, I was really obsessed with sneaking into things. I like it. And uh, it was when the Red Sox won the World Series. And I was able to do that because I used to go to the Gold's Gym that was right next to Fenway. So every morning after I would go to Gold's Gym, I would, like, walk around Fenway. It's kind of like a cool down. And always just, like, looking kind of for, like, opportunities of, like, how would you get into Fenway if you needed to? And then when they uh, won the World Series, uh, I saw these, like, three young hippie kids head towards the gate. And I got, like, nuts to butts, like, uncomfortably close to them. And they're like, where was so- Officer So-and-so? Officer So-and-so came, comes down gives him the wave i just get like right next to him like i'm friends with him just like uncomfortably close to him and we get in and and i'm like thanks fellas you just snuck me into the world series appreciate you and yeah it was just the highlight of my career of sneaking into things Uh, yeah world series is up there like like the championship belt for me oh yeah so what else you swiping right on give me another one well i got one more no i'm gonna swipe left no, it will go left. After. Oh, I, I'm not right. You got no I'm more right? No. All right. I, I got, got another confused. right. I did four total. My fault. I thought I just did three. But I did. Oh, okay. I went at two, two and two. Two and two. All right, cool. Uh, when you said four, I just did four of each. So All right, my it, bad. Oh, no, it doesn't matter. I still right. got them. I did Ryan Reynolds. I'm swiping right on Ryan Reynolds. For those Deadpool? who don't know. Yes. For those who don't know, right? Acting isn't even his bag. He sold in 2020. He sold a gin company for 610 million. Jesus. Wow. And today he sold his Mint Mobile to T-Mobile for 1.35 billion dollars. Oh, good for him. You shitting me? I had no idea he was a businessman. Yeah, me either. 1.35 billion. I knew wow. he had that little mobile thing, but T-Mobile just came through and bought it. He was doing wow. big things with that. That ain't cricket. I don't even know nobody who got it. You can tell George Clooney to suck it. He blew yeah, fuck your little, out of that. Yeah, fuck Cosamigos or whatever the fuck that is. Jesus Christ. Wow. So, yeah, I swiped right on Deadpool, man. All right. He's big business. Yeah, if he's doing it, yeah, I'm in. He can stay. So, yeah, you can start off your lefts. So, I'm swiping left on the Southeast St. Patrick's Day Parade. Ooh. Oh, boy. Um, it's yuppies Careful. and white claws and girls pissing in the streets. I can't um, even be mad at this I'm dude. fucking cool with it. So, I'm going left. And Nino's going to help you sell sweatshirts. I spoke to Nino. I know. He's, he's doing more for this podcast than you do sometimes. <laughs> yeah, all right. Well, whatever. <laughs> you... I love him, man. Uh-huh. I really do. Oh, he's fucking beautiful, dude. Just so as much as I'd like to argue with you, I don't. I, I'm swiping left on nowadays. Yeah, Southie St. Patrick's. And that's Day. what I described. I grew up a different time. It was, mm. a, it was almost our second Christmas, so your family didn't really get. Everybody get their own family Thanksgiving. 
Christmas Eve, everyone went to my grandmother's house. Mm -hmm. So the whole family was there. St. Pat Patty's Day Parade, my whole family was at my grandmother's house. So she's cooking. It was a whole thing. You watch the parade. It was a whole family environment. You popped around. Then even as you grew up and got a little older and you started drinking with your friends, you would pop around the neighborhood to people's houses and you're like, oh, so-and-so's Nana's cooking over here. So-and-so's mother got this. Stop by, say hi to Mrs. So-and-so. You know what I mean? It was such a... I was lucky to grow up in the time I grew up in. I got the tail end of all the good shit, you know? So it was like a block party. Yeah, it was just an Irish the whole neighborhood, party. though. But it was always like people from outside the neighborhood came, you know what I'm saying? But it wasn't to the extent that it is now. Like yeah. people come from fucking New yeah. Hampshire. There's there's like two million people who come to Southie, and it's like, what the fuck? It's crazy. But and uh, there's a thing, you know, we got labeled, you know, we're fighting town you know what i'm saying there's a stereotype don't fuck around you fuck around you find out you know most and street fights i've ever seen of anywhere i've lived in the united states is boston but Southie in particular has got a little reputation in especially saint patrick's day we used to say it was for your left you get you used to get the tryout your left because you had a bunch of friends with you you know what i'm saying you just fucking work on your left the right. saint patty's day and it got to the point where if you do it even if somebody's doing something wrong and you address it, you're still going to get labeled as the Southie kid mad that these kids are in your town. And it's like, yeah. nah, this dude was just pissing in the middle of the fucking street. There's kids over here. You know what I mean? I got a rule. If I see your dick, I'm going to suck at you. Like, that's just what it is. Like, yeah. you're getting punched in the face. I see your dick. That's just how it works out. Have some respect for what's going on. There's a lot of, like, you used to have to hide you out. The parade used to start off with fucking two dump trucks. And a bunch of cops just snatching backpacks and bags and throwing them in there. Yeah. They didn't even check to see if there was bears in it. They would just take your backpack if you were a certain age, throw it in the dump truck. Now you got these kids just walking around open consent. Like, I'm not a hater either. Like, good good for you. But just have some respect that you're in a neighborhood and there's that's somebody's house. Right. There's none of that. There's, they're pissing in doorsteps, all types of shit. And in the same sense, it ain't those people's houses anymore either. So it's kind of none of my business. I just, you know have business during the parade sometimes so i deal with it and i don't really enjoy it anymore um but my kids are older as well so they don't even fucking do the parade shit no more that they're, they're cool with it right so it's it's really become so commercial and for me i think i realized how big it was when conor mcgregor did the south boston in front of the barbershop oh wait till i show you this the, picture in that front i have of the barbershop i got it too no they, no i have an amazing like you have no idea I'm in this photo. Someone sent it to me and was like, Flab, great picture of you and Conor McGregor. And That's I was like, hilarious. what are you talking about? And then when you zoom, he's like this out of a truck. When you zoom in, I'm like under his armpit across the street smiling. Like I was taking a picture. <laughs> it's amazing. I have the picture of my photo shared. It's pretty That's funny. funny. So well, yeah. it's still one of the top places for St. Patrick's Day. And it's, you know, Chicago, Boston. Philly. In some place in uh, no Butte, um, Montana. Check out Savannah, Butte, Montana. Savannah, yeah, Georgia. Georgia. We're the second. Uh, we're the number one per capita, but the biggest one is in um, Georgia, I think. The Irish spread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's cool to see the pockets of it in Butte. It's because there's all the mines there. So really? every time you went to Butte St. Patrick's Day, I always say to myself, "I'm not saying a word of shit to anyone." Because you're going to get knocked out by some kid from Butte, Montana, which is the home of Evil Knievel. Oh, really? It bred wow. a lot of bad motherfuckers. Yeah. yeah. That's like that's your version cooked. of Gary, Indiana? Yeah, kind of. Oh, okay. Yeah. I like it. 
All right. I got Michael Jackson. You got fucking Evil Knievel. I'd rather Evil Knievel. Yeah. Yeah, Michael Jackson was fucking doing weird things to Corey Feldman. Evil Knievel, not a good guy. Not oh, a good maybe, guy. <laughs> maybe I got to back up on that. Maybe I got to take MJ. He liked young girls, right? Well, he beat Whoa. his wife. He uh, he oh, defrauded some people. Oh, here we go. Now what did she do? Head. What did she do? Oh, fuck him now. We're wait, swiping whoa, left wait, on wait, Evil Can Evil. Wait, now. let's see what she did. Swipe left. I don't know. Bro, I don't remember the specifics. So fucked up. You swipe left on my hometown parade. It's fucked up, but I did too. What what year did it die for you? Can we unpack the the dying of? Um. Or was it a slow burn? It was kind of a slow burn. It was a big buildup. Um. You know, know when I'm tricky. coming from like UMass Amherst, like I'm coming all the way here for the South Boston parade. Yeah, I've never really cared in mind. Um, my only thing was big on like the respect of the neighborhood type shit. Right. Um, people cutting through doing dumb shit. And I'm from the projects. I'm from where the parade begins. Yep. And you know, a lot of people didn't make it past D Street. Right. Some. So that's just how that used to work out. Um. There, I it gets tricky because the it became a business for me uh, for a little while. With two million people, I would imagine. Yeah, so it, it's a love. I stopped. I stopped like um, being a person who went to the parade and was somebody there to sell t-shirts and sweaters. You were working, right? So then, like, that's a whole different other aggravation of the parade. Dealing with drunk people when you're not drunk is fucking just aggravating anyway. And there, let alone having merchandise out and all that extra shit. Yeah. So that's probably when it probably started for me to hate it. But I could imagine some drunk fucker trying to steal a sweatshirt. Well, yeah, so my uncle's um, a guy who has a temper, and he happened to be there one Oh, the day. Irish have a temper. Yeah, a little bit. And um, not wearing it, If you're not... He's pretty stereotypical, and besides, he don't drink. Um, but yeah, the, I, I knew the dude was going to try to steal something. I just seen him change his course, and I just seen him like whispering before. I just knew it was going to happen. And he went to swipe it, and my uncle snatched his dude up by the neck so quick, had him up against the mm-hmm. M-Rines, and was like, put the shit down. His friends got so scared, it was funny. But, yeah, you deal with that type of shit. But it was, I don't know, I guess around there, because it's like a different set of aggravation, and you get to see what's really going on. You're like, what the fuck is, like, girls pissing next to cars. You're like, what? I like you know? the And then it gets young, them. it's younger and younger, the demographic, too, and I don't know if I notice it because I'm so much older now, but... When I was younger, it was just we were the young kids that were doing it. Right. But you see all these girls from fucking, and I'm a father of two daughters, so you just I you see these young girls Trump and they're dressed like shit, yeah, and they're falling around, like they're fucking smashed, and you're like, dude, I hope this girl makes it okay. I hope she didn't already get roofied or whatever the case. You know what I'm saying? I hope she like, gets back to Framingham alive, safe and sound. Like this poor girl's gonna be in the bushes Norwood. later. Norwood. Yeah, you're like she's gonna be in the bushes or in fucking. Hopefully, that's all that happens. To and her, you a know freezer what I'm with a bunch of embryos. Is <laughs> that allegedly? <laughs> that's when you know you're getting middle aged too. When you see a pack of like drunk eighteen year old boys, and I'm like, I'm gonna walk on the other side yeah, of the street. Like, oh man, man, I'm fucking hitting these dudes with my water bottle. But hey, so two million coming to Southie. That was a startling fact for me. That's yeah, a- it gets it gets crazy, and uh, my project's near the train station. That's why like it would get a lot of cr- nonsense going towards it. You know, people already starting up, fired up, and it's be like, what the. F- 
So what's the strategy to capture two million people for sweatshirts? So you got like multiple groups? Oh, Are you moving? So we you used, mobile? No, no. We used to have. You have to have like a certain Harkett special event permit. Okay. And got to play by the rules. So he's, oh man, they 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 cats. Um, because now it's so commercial now, you know. So everybody got their hand in it. Before it was like whatever, who gives a fuck? Set up like you know, it was a neighborhood thing. Yeah. Um. We had certain locations set up. I mean, the store used to be on Broadway, so that was always, you know, awesome. You could come in the store and shit like that. And we had a spot across from the bank. That's no longer a bank. The store's not on Broadway no more. I don't really want to do it. The dude who owns the store don't want to do it. We don't really do it. <laughs> and this year I have some salty hoodies. I made them last year, and I had sold out before the parade. I actually doubled the order this year, so I'm going to be there at the parade. So, I'll tell you, <laughs> um, next week how I felt about that. I think that investment will pay off with $2 million coming in. No, I'm not mad about that. It's just actually, you know what's funny is now due to the, there's not really football. Well, there'll be people there anyway. I'm not worried about it. But just throughout the, because the neighborhood's changing, there's a lot of construction in certain areas. The way people walk. Um, to certain bars now isn't really by the barbershop where it's located now okay. so there's not much foot traffic um regularly like it wasn't leading up there was some action going today and tomorrow's st patrick's day and then saturday and then the sunday you know there'll be people a ton of people there obviously but so it's just aggravating dealing with drunk people when you're not drunk right so but it's cool i'll be in an area where it's further down with with his barbershop. You familiar with you've been to the barbershop, right? Yeah, you get your haircut there, right? Yeah. So this it, is my barber. Oh yeah. So my the, buddy and the my train barber. station's all the way down the other end. So people all the riffraff sorta of stops um at like West Broadway. And it's all more older families towards like East Broadway and then like um the older drunker crowds near like Ellen Broadway. Yeah. So it's not really, there's no bars anymore near the barbershop. They just tore down one of them. So it won't be in that area. I don't think we'll be a lot of riffraff. I think it might be more family, I'm assuming. Were you there last year, Pete? No. No, no, no. No, no. I didn't know if you came to the barbershop or whatever. No, I um, I was going to ask, is there more families down there? It's so. The Conor McGregor thing I saw, there was a picture that he took. He posted on his story in front of the barbershop. Oh, that's cool. And, and well, it was definitely too many people on the roof. There was, it was fucking. There was, it looked packed. To be honest, that's what I'm getting at. It looked like fucking. Oh no, it it is packed. Yeah, it was a mo- and it, was, the it didn't look like family. It looked like a wild, raucous crowd. They kind of felt like seeing Elvis for some reason. I was like the closest I've gotten to seeing Elvis. I feel like oh, I see oh, Elvis all the Elvis. If you ever yeah. want to see Elvis again, he's in uh, Day Square in East Boston. He has a barber shop with Eli. <laughs> he's still alive. Yeah, he's there. Fuck. He's a good man. He likes pastelitos. So that was a long way of saying you swiping left. Yeah. <laughs> I'm uh I'm gonna stay on course and swipe left on fucking shotgun willies. You know what it is? Nope. It's the strip club John Morant got caught, and you see them releasing pictures of John Morant getting a lap dance with all the money all over the room. Really? Yeah. Uh, he, had a, he had a piece on him, right? Congratulations. You're never getting a fucking high-end client again in your life. No, it's over. You're out there cloud chasing, trying to take a picture of John Morant in the strip club with all the money. It's a very cool picture, by the way. Did yeah. you see it? 
Yeah, there's money all yeah, over yeah, the room. Yeah, a like, lot of money. Yeah, I did see. When does the loyalty just not exist? Like you give that much money and and you're still trying like, to talk about you're it. Addic- but they don't even. They're so nearsighted. They don't even understand that. Like, why would another rapper or professional athlete or anybody with money go there again nope. when you just release photos? Right. I don't care. They're trying to spin it like, no, we we're trying to show like he's a good dude. He wasn't doing nothing crazy. He was just getting lap dances. But it's like, no, 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 no. That's not what you would do. Mind your business, bro. Mind your business. They, they should have not been themselves. in it. All the players would have. St- obviously, players are still go- like went there. You know what I'm saying? Like John Morant was there, so obviously people told him to go there. You didn't need that, bro. They fucked up. So I'm swiping left on uh, Shotgun Willies. Is Shotgun Willies a chain? Because I've there's a Shotgun Willies in Billings, Montana. That's a strip club. And like, oh. why would there be <laughs> one over there and one over there? There might be. There might be the What's, scores of the Midwest. Is that just wow. a popular name? No. Wow. No way. It's too much of a question. Major questions. What's your last swipe left? I'm I got a couple swiping more. left on uh, Juju Smith, Scheister, whatever the fuck his stupid name is. TikTok himself. Yeah, stupid name, stupid TikToks. Jackson Mahomes, stupid name, stupid TikToks. Fucking, I'm fucking not a fan uh, of that, no. huh? Yeah, keep him. Can I ask one? Because uh, I just don't think... Yeah. He's that good. Are you swiping right or left on legal gambling in Massachusetts? Oh, wow. Um, Doesn't a, matter to me. I don't gamble. Perfect. For what me. are the bookies doing right now? Are they like, fuck? Or are they still making money as if nothing changed? So I'm going to swipe right on legal gambling due to the fact of I don't think the government should be in your business like that. Amen. Even though they're in your business still with the legal gambling, Jesus Christ! But right. so I just don't think they should tell you like this. Sir, like relax, tell me what I can and can't do. But I can I can do the lottery, but I can't do like fuck out of here. Right, I can play keno, but I can't bet on sports. Yeah. yeah. So um, we're, yeah. My thing is support your local bookies. They stuck with you for all these years. They've been here from the thick. They did payment plans. Exactly. The good times, the bad times. Don't forget that now that you can fucking Barstool bet and you can fucking MGM Grand Boston and Encore. And you look at those apps designed by neuroscientists to get you addicted. You didn't get addicted to John who came by and you had to give him that money. Your man helped you out and was like, all right, you can give me 500 now. Listen, you didn't put up $1 when you bet with your man. These dudes, write out your account right off the rip. Minus whatever. So... Support your local bookies. Don't leave them now. Mm-hmm. I'm still still swiping it, right though. Hey, I'm still swiping right just because the government shouldn't tell you what to do. And I like I'm so tired of all the commercials right now. Yeah. But hey, I like that it's there. I've been gambling since I was like 12 years old. Um, my aunt's father, rest in peace. He used to take um, me and his uh, son to the horse track and the dog track, and we used to bet horses and. Such a big business for so many people. I started that and just been in the mix ever since. It's crazy right now, too. You can exploit some of those apps right now if you play it right. You can get your money in. You can make about 180, and you can get out and make a free 180 right now. Yeah, I just don't uh, want to deal with the tax situation. Yeah. But, hey, whatever. I mean, it's not like you're making millions. I'm trying to. (laughs) Swipe right on on legal gambling. I'm swiping left on um, the casting director for the Sterling Affairs on the FX channel. For those who don't remember, Donald Sterling used to own the Clippers. Okay. 
He they uh, made him told him he was racist. He yeah, got, his girl was uh, recording conversations. Cool. That was fucked up. Yeah, she should have been in the list too. She wasn't on TV though. She just said, "Don't take pictures with them." That was his big thing. Oh no, he said some wild shit. Okay. Yeah, you listen to that whole tape. He's crazy. Yeah, he was mad. The the black dude in in the picture that he didn't want to take a picture with was yeah. Magic Johnson, by the way. Okay. <laughs> Not just a regular fucking black dude. Like she took a picture with Magic Johnson, right, in the LA arena. Who That's somehow great. got AIDS, allegedly. Ale- no, facts. He, got, well, he also became a billionaire and gained 80 pounds with it. So, I mean. did you? So, do you want AIDS then? Is it kind of like me with Forrest Gump? I mean, like, yeah. I kind of I mean mentally handicapped. If you don't get tested, you don't have anything. Okay. That's how I always. If you stay infected, don't get again infected. It's not you know? how it works. No, it is. It is how. My pelvis has been hurting. <sighs> Bone marrow? I don't know. He's dying. Hurts. So, it doesn't hurt as bad as the fucking dude they have playing Blake Griffin in the I show. Saw is why that, I'm dude. swiping left. They have Lawrence Fishburne playing Doc Rivers, and Al Bundy is playing Donald Sterling. <laughs> who Wait. has a black belt, by the way. Yeah, what? and jujitsu. Wait yeah, till you see who plays Chris Paul. I don't even know this dude. It looks like a Lifetime film. Maybe. It's so wild, these people who they have. So, whoever the cast and director is for this Donald Sterling show, I'm swiping left on this dude. Could you could you beat up Al Bundy? You think out of the out of the gi? Uh, he's an old school guy, so he's probably big on the gi. He'd beat the bag out of me in the gi. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't. A worthy opponent though, but like I lost to Al Bundy. He's a black belt though. He's black exactly. They're they're different. Yeah, but he's old. I mean, I would hail Sean Connery will fuck you up. It's like a tenth degree black belt. Yeah. Sean, yeah, James Bond for real. Oh, really? Yeah. Google him. Gordon Ryan will fuck up all of these guys. Sean Connery's fucking 80, bro. Good. That would be awesome to watch him die on the mat. I feel like some guys, they they got to start giving them two people. Like John Jones. Sean Connery. Should start fighting. I don't even like him. Two people. (laughs) I got so mad. Yeah, John Jones. Like fight two 150s? Bro. Can you take two 150 guys? Yeah, dude. He's John Jones is jolly. He's like Santa. He's like how many, how many fifth graders could you beat up, Pete? <laughs> and all of them. Oh, how many? Like thirty. If they, if they came out one after another. No, like they jumped you. How many could I beat up? Yeah, like ten. No, more than ten. Twenty. I'd say like twenty. Like. 20 10-year-olds. I actually have the math in my phone. <laughs> I, 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 I thought about this before. Do you have a spreadsheet? You have? No, I, yeah, I did the whole math How many ago. little kids you could beat up? Yeah, like, hold on, ready? So um, what it is is, all right, so 65% of, you know, the population of the world is between You really 15. have a note, bro? Yeah, right here. Yeah. Um, six, six, wait, six, wait, stop. Before you read this note, why do you have a note on how many little kids you can Well, no, out? it's just for whole people in the world. Okay, I'll, I guess I'll let you read this note. I thought this was specifically for 10-year-olds. All right, so six, well, it means I'll dominate all of them is okay. what it means. Okay, okay. Um, 65% of the population is between 15 to 65 years old. Of that, half a female. That leaves roughly 32% aggregate. Five percent total population of the remaining thirty-two percent puts the math at about one out of six moderately aged men left. Um, if I was betting, I'd put my odds. I'd beat nineteen out of twenty, and that's likely conservative. So that puts me 
at like 98.5%. He's really thought this through. You're going to get knocked out one day eating pizza somewhere just because some dude's like, yeah, 98%, <laughs> hey, hey, hold hey, this. That's just it. You better hope he knocked me <laughs> out. Hold this, 98%. <laughs> One percent is gonna creep up on you. Oh man, I'm here with ninety eight percent. Marcus, mean, if he, if he, dude, he, bikers are scary, man. That's the scary. That's one of the stabbed. scariest group of people to uh, me. Well, because they're they're gonna stab you. They're gonna. I was do gonna that. say, what percent got weapons, bro? Well, that's just it. They're not. That doesn't count. Mm. I went to this. I'm not. No, you're keeping score. Testicle festival in Rocker, Montana. And it's, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm missing this. It, so, I'm, I'm guessing this is Joe. Montana elaborate. is fucking lit. <laughs> so it's like it's a couple weeks away from Sturgis. I think that when they do it every year, and it's in Rocker, Montana. It's called the Testicle Festival, and it's just people frying up bull testicles. That but, used to be steroids in the 20s. But it's usually ran by the Hell's Angels. Like they're, it's a heavily populated. They run the balls. Like you go there and you see some old lady getting off on a motorcycle and some guy revving it. Jimatella. She, she's got her tits out, and you're like, "This is full of bikers," and I'm pretty Trying scared. Trying balls everywhere. Yeah, balls. Because these guys are living on the edge of society. Yeah. Bikers, man, scary. Uh, the testicle festival coming in June. Let's bring that here. That'll work. Let's bring it back. We'll just uh, see who guesses balls. Balls, Mahoney. Here. So it was a wrestle. I'm swiping left on two more people. All right, late on me. Lonzo Ball and his left kneecap. He's done. He's getting he's getting his third surgery on his left knee. His career's wrapped. How old is he? Um, Not even thirty. He's no. a kid still, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like I feel bad for him. I know modern medicine's different, but I just feel like it's, he's done. Do you think his dad's gonna beat him? Nope. I think as long as Lamelo Ball don't fuck up, he'll be all right. Okay. Yeah. As long as Melo's giving them checks and triple ball brand, be all right. Puma. Puma. So the Rick and Morty Pumas. And man, this dude He's not even like twenty four, right? He's, no, he's like young. Oh, he's young. Oh, he might be twenty four. He might that over and under, you might have just knocked it out there. Yeah. He'll be playing in the Chinese league. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I think his knee's over. Like he might coach. Like I love when those guys go play with those wild leagues and, and get the Taiwan checks. and get yeah. forty and like Dwight Howard's going eighty, like Great. Right. You're four feet tall. Dwight Howard. Over there. Dominant. One of the best players ever. I hate Dwight Howard. Dude, imagine going over there and dominating the Chinese and having sex with trannies. <laughs> like, that's something. That's a bad word now, Pete. No, I mean it respectfully. With all due respect. You could probably kill someone and get away with it over there. Like, maybe. In one of those leagues. He probably sticks out, though. Yeah. Over there, especially. But they'll they'll do anything to keep him around. And then Dude. now, I used to, I really like this dude. He's always been my guy. I've had him in fantasy for I couldn't even tell you how many years. But man, this dude is really fucking aggravating the shit out of me right now. He turned himself into Brett Five. I'm swiping left on Aaron Rodgers in this fucking weird ass now. I'm out on this whole jet shit. I'm out on fucking him new ayahuasca self and all this fucking fake self fucking reflection shit. Like he's just getting too much nowadays. Did he decide to stick with football? Wasn't he gonna go on a dark? He's going to the Jets now. Oh, okay. He he says he wants to play for the Jets. Green Bay still hasn't traded him yet. 
but he gave them a list of dudes they wanted. It's a bunch of ex-Green Bay Packers that they went and signed, which is ridiculous. And now Green Bay's got... I would <coughs> crack up if Green Bay just like, nah, we're not going to trade you. We're good. I see where you're coming from, but I'm torn because I love how he was like... Uh kind of a renegade of like i, I don't want to take this vaccine i don't oh, want to do I, it I, I, man i'm telling you this is hard for me i really like i i like aaron Rodgers. yeah he's just being like a douche now he's he we're fucking 20 years away from him defrauding fucking mississippi from fucking welfare <laughs> i was just gonna say has he sent any dick pics in the doc room? no that's not until fucking six months from now it's kind of reminding me now at this point of like uh, LeBron James when he was switching teams when it's all about like me 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 like I got to make this big decision. It's just getting that oh like it's too much nowadays. Yeah. It's getting crazy. Can you read this? What that says? Testicles. Yeah, I wrote that. <laughs> Festival underneath. Testicle. Fe- it was uh, one of the top parties by Playboy magazine. I'm sure like, it was. Seventies and eighties. Yeah. Bet it was. Fucking... Might have been a different testicle festival. Mid two thousands. It was. Okay. It's a good way to get stabs. <laughs> yeah. Like Good Times Emporium in Somerville. So what, what else you got, Pete? Um, The shop question of the week I was asking all my clients. Oh, my God. I don't even know if I want to hear this. Do you, um, would you rather transition or be a homosexual? <laughs> Why is that my options? Well, it's my question, bro. And I would be transitioned. Because then I could hook up with girls, and then I'm just not blowing dudes. <laughs> Can I? So, Caitlyn Jenner? Yeah. What level do you have to go to? I don't care as long, as, 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 long as I'm getting the vagina and not blowing dudes. And keep my bird. Do you got to keep, can you keep your bird? You can t- tuck it back. I'm in a transition. Like Silence of the Lambs. Transition. Yeah. Are you pitching or catching? No, I don't want to do either one. No, I'm fucking... I'm kind of scared of surgery, though, to be honest. No, that's what I'm saying. You can keep your bird. Yeah, you can keep it. You can tuck. Oh, okay. I'm in. I'm in. Yeah, keep yeah, it. Just... Keep it and just... And I'll be a lesbian. And I got, yeah. like, a set of tits on me? No. Yeah, like a yeah, yeah fuck it. I'm in. I'll keep set. them, too. Yeah. Dude, if I had a set of tits on me, I probably wouldn't leave the house a lot. That's what I'm saying. You could... Dude, if I had a set of tits on me, I'd be, like, hey, I'll tell a you, billionaire one, by if, now. If one day I... Only fans would be lit. If one day I disappear and you can't get in touch with me... It's because I can now bend my dick into my ass. Can you imagine That's Pete though, doing jujitsu with just a set of tits on? Yeah, him? you're right. I'm not doing it. Yeah. I'm, hey, be like China. You're right. I'm not. I'm not having sex with myself. That's fucked up. Go fuck yourself. No. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Even if it's your dick in the ass, it's still a dick in the ass, Pete. Do you know uh, everyone in this building has had a dick in their hands at some point? Your own. You still had it. You fucking homos. <laughs> that's it's bad news, Pete. That's bad words, Pete. I know. Pete's in 1993. I have concussions. Yeah. I'm in CTE. That was a great first question to ask someone. How many concussions have you had? She asked me that. Yeah. She was like, how many? The little impulse control, the yeah. quick to temper. Uh, yeah. I Wait mean, a minute. Yo, you're cooked up. I fucking, you might have CTE. I, hey, no, he got it. Are you going to donate your brain? I. I have a Yeti from the neuroscience department for when they looked at me. You're ready. Yeah. Who are you going to donate it to? The Yetis. <laughs> the Yeti Cooler Fund. The dude from Harvard? Maybe. Um, yeah, maybe. Bo Nickel. He's really good. No, it was the dude. 
with all the brains. Chris Nowitzki. <coughs> you all right there? <coughs> AIDS. You have AIDS? <coughs> we talked about med. <coughs> you all right there, dude? This is fucking... Do you need the Heimlich? Blink twice. Even. Do you want me to Heimlich you? I'm going to die. All right. Man. Wow. That was scary for a second. Oh, I still feel like I got a cough. It's all right, though. You're still doing, there? Dude. It's only when uh, we're doing this shit. <coughs> we do. I won't cough for the rest of the night. Yeah. And then we'll, I'll write testicles. I wrote that. <coughs> Those were your big notes from the conversation. Testicles. Oh, fucking dying. Yeah. I think you have it. <sighs> what, testicles? No, whatever <clears throat> it is. I think 100% I got testicles. The bird flu. Facts. Avion. How many uh, kids do you have, Lavo? Two. Speaking of testicles. <coughs> His daughter Two. Kaylee taught me about toxic music. Some I've been listening to it. Like uh, Thanks, rap Kaylee. toxic music? Kaylee, thank you. I'm not gonna under I'm not gonna ask why you know about all this toxic stuff, but Scissor. She taught me about that mm. and it's hey, that that girl is angry. She's angry. Flava, what is um raising two kids taught you about yourself? What have you uh, um learned from that experience about you as a human? I wasn't ready. Yeah. Um, I don't think anyone quite is. Um but I had my fir- uh, first kid. At- <clears throat> I'm fucking dying here. Give me a sip of your fuck. Give me one of those waters. Oh. <coughs> that made me feel good, though. I'm nervous for you. No, I don't know what happened. No, I don't know either. My voice is changing, We too. started talking about Magic Johnson. Now you have AIDS symptoms. <laughs> you know what I mean? It could be Web 3. You're in Web 3, and you've got AIDS. So, yeah, I'm... Uh... <laughs> he just doesn't even... No. It's awesome. So, I'm uh, 20 years older than my oldest daughter... Just like me and my mother, twenty. I had her when I was nineteen. Wow. Um, and I have a twenty-year-old and a seventeen-year-old. They'll be twenty-one and eighteen in July. Their both birthdays are in July. I had them with two different girls, um, from each side of Southie. One okay. from the lower end, one from the point. Um, it's it was an interesting ride. Um, me and the Department of Revenue used to be friends. Yeah. Um, I graduated. Um, they actually owed me money at the end of our transaction. Congrats. Yeah, it was a big day. Um, no, it's been cool. I mean, I grew up basically with them, especially my oldest daughter. Kind of grew up with her. I wish I had my kids when I was a little older. Now I understand why people are better grandparents than they are parents. Right. Because you're stuck in the rat race. They're trying to, you know, you can't afford, you're not at the place usually in life where you can take a week off and go on vacation, even if you have vacation time. And you're still trying to figure out who you are inherently. Exactly. So um, when you're a grandparent, you're already established in your job, your career, whatever the case may be. And you can devote time to take time and you have more patience. And there's a lot of things that come with age that, you know, you don't get with with youth. So it's been interesting. I don't have patience. I still don't have patience. Mm. I'm sort of a militant father as far as like... um, there's, there's, um, I mean, I'm pretty hippie ta- type dad too, but there's, there's like, uh, repercussions for shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like I never put my hands on my kids. I'm too big and they, they're females, but like, you know, you got to walk the line where they're scared, scared of you, but they still come to you, you yeah. know? So it's a weird, you know, balance you try to learn. Um, 
it's been interesting that girls, you know, I was doing nails and hair and uh, for the most part, um, but was a single dad when they were kids. Um, I didn't really stick around with them. We broke up and, you know, they were babies and, um, always been in their life they have always tried to make it seem to where they don't think like they're half sisters mm-hmm. um i did a good balance of keeping them when i had them and still have uh like together when i had had them to get um like visitation or i always had my youngest daughter but and then they have their separate times as well because you know you need your own personal space with your parents or whatever i just try to be the dad that i wanted type shit nice i never missed I don't, I don't miss any games. Um, I don't care if I got work. We'll figure that out later. I'll figure out me. You know what I mean? My kids didn't ask to be here. So they got some shit going on. We got to go do it. You're we'll going to show up. Later. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Um, no knock on my parents. But my parents were working all the time. Um, you know, my mom always uh, set a good example. I mean, my dad did too. You know, I got a stepdad. But um, they did a good example, you know, always working, all that type of shit. But... They were always working, so like they never came to my hoop game. They ain't never. I mean, I, and my dad's like a hockey dude. I'm a basketball dude. Um, I played in neighborhoods that a lot of people from my neighborhood didn't go. You know, that's just what happens with basketball. And um, you know, it was only only you and your friends were over there, so I didn't really have that support. Now my youngest daughter is a basketball player, mm-hmm. and we haven't been to a gym that you know nobody doesn't know me. So. It's kind of cool that she sees that, and then she understands that, like, you know, I played hoop, and all these, no matter what neighborhood we go to, like, oh, shit, you know him, too? You know him? And it's been pretty cool, and it's a cool experience. My oldest daughter was um, a softball player, and coronavirus really fucked them both up a little bit due to their age and when it happened. Like, my oldest daughter lost her, um, her I want to say, uh, yeah, her senior year and her freshman year. At college. Oh, man. So our senior high school, she was getting recruited by a few D1 schools, and it got fucked up because she had no senior year. So she was getting recruited a junior year in high school, and then there was no senior year. And then she went to a school to play softball, and <laughs> they didn't take any of the new kids to Florida for spring training, and they weren't taking no new kids due to coronavirus or some bullshit. So she didn't play, and she hasn't played again. So... Kind of fucked her up. Now she's just going to school to be a um, radiologist. Yeah, it was it was the most unfair for the kids. Like, yeah, she missed her senior prom. She missed a ton of shit, like graduation and sort of like uh, watershed moments, you know, in your life. Yeah. So, and now yeah, she's turning 21 this summer, so I'll probably take her to Vegas or some shit. Nice. And then my youngest, I feel bad for her. She's going to graduate. Like, they're both, they, my oldest graduated at 17. My youngest is going to graduate at 17. Their birthday's in July. So... She still kind of feels like she's like 14, 15, though, because when she went to school, like it started, I think, the end of her freshman year. So, and then she went back to school her junior year, high school. So she missed a lot of key moments in growing up. And that, right, and like with your friends. Human and, interactions. Exactly. Those reps and then you get with your buds. Just as you're growing up, like now, this one got a license and you can go to the store with them and this one can pick you up and go to the mall. Like they didn't do all of a sudden, boom, friends got licenses, she can drive, all that. Like, I didn't know I could have all this response. Like, she's getting a lot of anxiety right now going into, like, she's going to go to Leslie College next year to be a uh, school psychologist. Okay. And a lot of, like, everything's new. She's like, I don't really feel like I'm old enough to 
like live on my own and then i'm like kid like i get it but everybody your age is feeling the same shit that you're feeling they right. all missed they had the three-year gap just like you did like you'll be okay it's more people feeling the way you're feeling than not you know so yeah they didn't give it an opportunity to kind of build up to that college or whatever's after high school experience but just even like as like as a kid like you miss out on it like they were in the house right like you miss something like hanging out and just the interactions talking shit and just playing games and Think of every coming-of-age movie, too. Exactly. It's that period of time that it's really who you are. kind of forms who, who you're going to be, yeah, or so, especially who you're not going to be. Exactly. Shit, you're like, oh, I'm not doing that. Yeah, I'm not going to be that guy. <clears throat> so it's kind of fucked up for them, and you know, I get to watch it, and I'm like, damn, that does suck. You know what I mean? So they deal with it cool. I mean, I lucked out. I got two good daughters, um, level-headed. They, I try to tell them... Um, do you got a kid? No. So I try to tell my kids, um, they're not supposed to be anybody. You're going to be who you put out, what you put out to be. So you get what you put out. So, like, don't have any misconceptions. I want you to be anything. Whatever you want to be, I'm with it. Like, I'm going to support it. We're going to try to make you the best, whatever the fuck that is, right? But don't have any hang-ups on, like, oh, I don't, my dad wouldn't want me, like, I don't want you to be nobody. Like, especially when my daughter started playing basketball. Her mother played basketball as well. Right. I'm like, listen, you got to play ball because, like, you like it. I already scored my buckets. I grabbed my rebounds. I can't defend nobody. Yeah. This is your. This is your identity. Yeah, this ain't me. Like, I could give a fuck. Like, you want to play fucking checkers. I'm with it. You know what I mean? So I just try to explain that to them that, like, you know, like, my youngest daughter, she's a liberal feminist. That's what you're supposed to be, I guess, when you're a 17-year-old girl. I understand that. I ain't mad at him. I am, too. <laughs> my only thing is I just wanted to think, like, listen, just don't. These ain't sports teams. Unfortunately, these right. generations, and I don't even want to say this young generation because these older people are fucking batshit crazy on the internet. But people look at it like they're the Yan like they're sports teams, and they're like, right. nah, this is my squad. It's a Fuck tribal that. They mentality. Do yeah, you're like, listen, I love the Yankees. If Judge started being a dickhead, it's like, nah, hey, he's a dickhead. I still love the Yankees, but this dude's a dickhead. We don't do that in politics no more. We're like, no, we make excuses for shit. And you're like, no, 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 this is wild. You can like this dude, but this got to stop. We don't do that no more. So I just try to get my kids to be like, question shit. You can have whatever answer you come to. I'm not going to tell you what answer you should have. But, man, look at it from a different few angles before you make a final decision on some shit. Is she smashing the patriarchy in the house? Well, um... You're the patriarchy. I'm aware. Um... <laughs> She doesn't have a shot, but what it is is I'm real understanding, like, and I get, like, where you are in life, and it's like, you're more liberal when you're younger, because you're like, man, everybody deserves a shot. You just don't understand. Then you start living life, and you're like, man, nobody ever gave me a shot. Why the fuck does anybody? You know what I'm saying? You start to realize you've got to put in work to get some shit, and you get right. mad when someone gets ahead and didn't put in work. And My parents always said something to me at the time that never made sense, but it makes perfect sense now, and every day I heard, life isn't fair. Anytime no, hey, I would shit sucks. Get over it. You know, make you know, complaint. Life isn't fair. And now at thirty seven, I completely understand that. Life's not fair. So don't even waste any time on no. arguing if something's fair or not. Just keep it moving. Yeah. I mean she <clears throat> she she had a um rude awakening to that when she was younger trying to get into schools. She had better grades than a few people in her class that got into a school that she didn't get into school. But due to the city and how things work out, 
she got blonde hair and blue eyes, so they assume she's going to be all right. They don't care what her background really is. Yeah. So she didn't get into school. She's, they got enough people who look like my kid. Yeah. So she didn't get in. She's like, Dad, what? And I'm like, yeah, well, um, you know, that's kind of how the city works sometimes. Right. So it's tough trying to explain that to a kid. It kind of jades you a little bit. But luckily she didn't. She still, you know, fights for the good cause. She's nice. a good kid. She has a ton of problems with, like, uh, she argues with my parents a lot as far as, like, ideologies. And uh, my grandfather is uh, from a different time. And she just is like, do you know Papa? And I'm like, <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> That's not right. Like, okay, he's my grandfather. Like, what do you want me to do? Like, what the fuck? That's just how you live. Like, guess what? There's a bunch of people I don't agree with that I'm still cool with. The unfortunate, like, you guys are like, I can't talk to them no more. It's like, nah, yeah. people don't agree with you. Keep them over. I've always said I can disagree without being disagreeable. Yeah, I can agree. I can agree to disagree. Yeah. Like, I don't even, I just need to see where you're coming from. You know what I mean? So I can understand where to put you. Like, that's need explain it to me and be like oh, okay i understand how you got here that's cool i might need to agree with you but i know now i ain't gonna talk about certain shit i'm not gonna go here with you i'm not gonna do, you know what i'm saying but we can still be friends right it's great i got a bunch of fucking batshit crazy right-wing republicans i got a bunch of fucking batshit crazy fucking real liberals that's when you know you're doing it right what do you want me to do yeah. i think they're fucking both crazy yeah. you know what i mean so i try to explain that for them to grow up and Luckily, I did all right. They're two polar opposites of people. Uh, my oldest daughter's like five feet, brown hair, brown eyes. My youngest daughter's probably like, I don't know what, like five, seven, five, eight. Yeah. Blonde hair, blue eyes. One's like Dunkin' Donuts, one's like Starbucks. You know what I mean? I got one who's a yuppie and one who's a project kid. So why world I live in? It sounds like so that a lot of that's taught you showing up and consistently showing up. Yeah, that's it. And um, I get mad sometimes at my youngest daughter in particular because, man, I got to do a ton of shit for this kid. I'm not mad at, like, you know, picking her up, going in. She just play AU basketball. Like, it's just a ton of, like. Your taxi service. She fills out my motherfucking schedule like you read about. She doesn't give a fuck. And which you're supposed to be as a kid. Like, I understand this. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. that doesn't mean, like, I don't have shit I have to do that. And if I draw the line, she's the one who sat. She's the one who misses out. Like, if I'm. If I'm mad, say, you also, you said you were going to drive us somewhere, and then I bank on it, so I plan on some shit, and then you flake. My kid's like, that. she still got to go to that. If I say, no, I'm doing this, my kid misses out. Yeah. So I'll just fucking fuck it. I'll figure it out later, and I'll take it. But I'm still a little mad I got to do the shit. You know right. what I mean? But I'm never mad at her. And I've explained it to her, like, listen to me. Don't ever think you owe me anything. I'm your dad. I'm supposed to do this dumb shit, right? Only thing I want you to do. Make sure, Dick, if I ever, when you have children here, no, I'm not giving you a ride somewhere, I am going to fucking slap the shit out of you. That's going to be the first time I put my hands on you. I'm going to cuff you off the back of the head because I drove you everywhere. She's a senior in high school. I drive her and pick her up from fucking high school. Yeah. So you better bring your kid to a fucking game. That's all I ask because, man, if my friends didn't have a license, I don't know how I'd get to some of the hoop practices I had, so... I make sure, you know what I mean? Like I said, I'm the parent that you wanted. When you have kids, just try to do the dumb shit that, like, you know, you missed, like, I didn't have a bad childhood or nothing, you know what I mean? I was raised right, had great parents and stuff. They're just busy, and I understand that as an adult, right? But I still wanted them at certain things. Yeah. So they could have figured that out, you know what I'm saying? Now, as a parent, like, I figured some shit out, right? Yeah. 
So you just take little things and like, no, I'm going to do this or I'm not going to do that. Like, that's all. But it's interesting. It's cool. Dude. I'm just turning 40, man. My kids are fucking in college. So dude, that's kind of them. magical, though. You're out of the game at 40. Where yeah, my buddies just started having kids, man. It's fucking crazy to me thinking diapers and shit. Guys like uh, Pete and us, we're going to be doing that a little later in life. I mean, they're fucking babies. You're definitely not pulling out, though. So, no, I mean, no. it's going to happen. Yeah, so that's where that. I'm fucking exhausted right now. Did anyone know? Here in that parent corner? Yeah, Pete no, hasn't slept. I haven't slept at all. Jesus. This one, I feel like we've been talking for like four or five days now. What time are we talking? Yeah, we've been going for, I don't know, about hours. Some change. No, I don't mean to be, I, I'm, no, I'm listening. Been, but no, I'm, you've been up for like, a couple yeah, like a days. Like right, want, now, right this last like. Is this drugs again? No. no well, you live this party you. boy lifestyle. Just, can I borrow your sneakers? <laughs> <laughs> you got a jewel. Well, you live this party boy lifestyle, Pete. You're out and about. A lot. You're in the mix. No, well, you can't be fucking superstar pizza eater and then fucking Don Juan DeMarco and yeah. then cut hair at four in the morning. He's a lot of different And then guys. walk your dog at three. I have to do it you all. You got to figure it out. Bro. I am. I am figuring it out. Today, I just didn't sleep at all. Like, normally on a, on a Wednesday night, I sleep. Oh, I hope so. I like yeah. to sleep on all the nights. Not last night, though. Can I ask? Yeah, can we ask? I mean... A gentleman never tells. I, um, Pete's not a gentleman. Luckily, we <laughs> I will say this. This is what we'll leave it as. I always, I always, I put a hook in. You know, you might think you get off the boat like I catch and release you. You're not released. You will be back on the boat. Okay. That's all. <clears throat> Sometimes you want back on the boat. And I'm the fucking boat. It's your decision. No, it's this was definitely her decision, but it was about time. I just it had been like seven months since I saw this girl. Okay, probably be another six months, but that's fine. I don't care. Shout out to her. Yeah, that was it. By yearly. Yeah, it's fine. That's probably the best relationship I'm in. I have a friend. I like to say he's like the U.S. military. The war might be over, but he never fully pulls out the country. He always has a territory in case a war pops, in case something pops up around, he needs somewhere to land. Right. Well, I get that. He's all over the place. I see this girl, right? I shit you not, right? He used to date her when we were teenagers, right? Well, he dated her in his 20s too, right? Mm -hmm. And then he messed around with her throughout life, right? But he, she hasn't been like his girlfriend in a while. And I was like his best friend growing up. And I had like a cool relationship with her as well, right? We actually used to sell weed, and she used to front us the money for it. I used to have an ATM card, to be honest with you. She was fucking awesome. I thought she was cool people. But that's their relationship. I was just the third wheel of this, right? Nostalgic boner. Nostalgic boner. I fucking promise you, if I see this girl today, she'll be like, have you seen so-and-so? He owes me money. And I'm like, yo, you're married with kids. He's got his own situation going on. You probably haven't even, like, spoke to this dude. In 15, 20 years. And it doesn't matter. Whenever I see her, she'll ask me. Knowing damn well, he's my guy. Like, of course I've seen him. So it's always fucking hilarious to me. Pete reminds me a lot of that. But actually, you're not even trying to pretend you're in any sort of relationship. No. I am very. That's, that's why I don't get put on that website. What website? 
Oh, uh, baddudes.com or left or are we dating the same guy? They try. They know you're dating the same guy. They, yeah, they've they've. And like, we ain't dating. Hey, and I'll pop right out with those text messages. If you don't think that's happened twice, Vicky, well, she was like, <laughs> she was like, yo, and I was like, let's go to the chills. She was like, I got your back. Don't worry. And I was like, send this to the. Well, I'll call Brad, the lawyer. I'm like, uh, uh-uh, uh. Look, look where I tell this girl. I am gone? not able to commit to anyone. And why is that? Because I'm damaged. <laughs> I'm hurting. Yeah. When when does one heal? When I'm ready. How does one heal? <laughs> uh, through process of elimination. Just helping all those wounded warriors out there, all those females. He's yeah. just doing God's work. Looking for love in all the wrong places. I like those places. <laughs> I like them so. <laughs> I, I, I'm convinced if Pete had like a steady girlfriend, he would be doing like math he would be making things happen is he would be like solving he'd equations say, he'd be doing math yeah he'd be fucking go will hunt <laughs> but because he's addicted to these hoes in this life it just consumes just his needs. whole entire thing it does it does and so i'm so curious to like figure out you know i love the hoes yeah i love them he would he would read <laughs> I would read books. He would talk oh, in sentences. Oh, he wild. would sleep seven hours a night. He'd be like the old owl. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He just hose, 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 hose. But he, but he loves it. He can't uh, get enough of it. You know what it is? Is he got the lifestyle late in his life. Well, actually, I can't even say that because I... Mess Pete, you was fucking... That's how I know you. Right, but... I thought you was lying to me. Right, but so you back was then always hose didn't want me. Now I'm dude, hot hose. No, no, they me. always did though. Oh, they that's always how did. I knew him. I thought he was lying because he was a mess. Like this dude would be up all night. Like it looked like this, but on cocaine, fucking smelling like yesterday's sweat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He'd be like, I got this girl showing me tits on a live doing that. I'd be like, No, you don't, dude. You should see this smoke. She'd be showing me pictures. I'm like, You don't know her. What? Just call this girl up, like, hey, show flab your titties or whatever. Like, I just, I didn't really even know him like that. Hey, boom, Front Street. I'm like, wow, this dude's a mess, but he's sniffing coke off her titties, though. Like, so, hey, I guess that's something. Yeah. So he's always kind of sort of been like this, but now I think he remembers what's going on. And the, the, I would, I'm going to assume here that the quality of women are different. Way Because you're not on different. drugs. And, um, so it's said, more fun. Girl said to me the other day, she was looking at before and after pictures, and you always make fun of this like because I show you the tech. Girl literally looked at me and goes, oh, wow, did, did you get work done on your face? Nah, bitch, I'm fucking handsome. <laughs> but, now, but now he's a mess. Like Now he like thinks he's good looking. Now he's fucking, it, the gas can't come out. That's the beauty of being Hot a dude. Below now. You you can reach your peak at an older age, yeah. and he's Game's reaching still his going. peak. Yeah, I am. This is great because now you know how to talk to people. So that's yeah. why I don't like trying to pump his brake. I try to let him ride it out because I know there was a. He stopped. He pulled over. He got new pieces to the car. Yeah, a new interior. He got it detailed. He's got to spin it around. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It. So it's like 
keep going, baby. But uh, but I Find feel another like block. if he had a girlfriend, he might be able to like fix cancer or something. Yeah, the, <laughs> yes, we we could use you out here. Yeah, like Pete. the world's not great, Pete. Let's put our energy and focus on. You could have solved coronavirus right. like two years I, ago. I fucking single handedly battled it. <laughs> yeah, and AIDS and chlamydia. Dude, I'll tell you what. If I didn't catch those things and die from them, no one has them. What what percentage of mental bandwidth do you spend on hoes? Do you think if you had to get a, put a percentage Out of 100%? on hundred percent? Yeah, like ninety eight. Where where is your mind going? Ninety eight. I had this conversation with him trying to do this podcast. Like Pete, do you have fucking what goes on in your brain? Give right. me. Hey, you don't have no idea. I'm fucking in there, deep, deep in the bowels, mm-hmm. looking like fucking flashlights going there's nothing going on it's just bitches everywhere i'm telling you he's out look at his tattoos he don't got like anything fucking good it's fucking love potions and fucking ex-girlfriends and you blow them once you get a tattoo it's fucking a crazy game he got i just want to know who broke pete's heart when he was 12 no it wasn't 12 it was a fucking year ago it was dump truck i'm telling you okay this is what happened she came through and broke his like pete's a good dude like he's a good dude this is, I won't be friends with this him. is a character, to be honest with you, and he's fucking loving it. But deep down, Pete has a heart, um, yeah. you know, and likes women and kiss. That's why he gets multiple women. It's a spoiler alert here. He treats them right. Pete is the analogy I said earlier where Pete wears his heart on his sleeve, but he's got a bit of a rock in the fist. He's yeah. going to punch you. Maybe. Oh, I'm in a fister is what <laughs> yeah, I'm going to yeah, do. Yeah, he's know. using it as yeah. a sex toy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... But he's nice to women, and he's not like a dickhead. Yeah. So when he is in a relationship, he's a, he was a good boyfriend to Dump Truck. Like yeah. He wasn't cheating on her or anything like that. Like, Pete, these titty things were before he met Dump Truck. Yeah. So so he had that 12-year-old breakup yes, at this stage of his life. Later, later. exactly. That's exactly what it was. He knew what he, he was. He was out there living the life, and it was all mutual. Everyone was getting high. He was having a, like... Or you're younger in high school, all that. Like, mm-hmm. he's just lived a regular life. And then he got in a relationship late. She came through and broke his heart. Jump-started Pete. He started doing push-ups. Yeah. He started working out, eating different, not taking her out to eat. He's eating at the house. Learned a thing or two. Might even have knew it before, didn't care. I don't even know. I didn't even... I met Pete because he could cut hair. My buddy owns the barbershop. Thought Pete was a cool dude. And... Then he morphed into this fucking thing, and he, you know what, what happens? It works. If the first three girls would have, he would have struck out, he would have turned into another different butterfly. But guess what? The first three girls blew him. Oh, it was wild. <laughs> then he got them back, well, and, and yo, now yeah. he's just swiping hey, everywhere. I remember the first one off Tinder. The first one I had. Do you call her every now and then? No, no. Uh, and I remember I drove up to. I had just got my license. I had just got my Jeep, and I drove up to Hampton, and I banged that girl all over my Jeep, and I was like, <laughs> that girl was like an eight and a half hot-wise. I was like, she was really hot. And then two days later, I matched with another one, and she her pictures were even hotter, and I said, she can't be that hot. Went over to Medford, fucking smashed her in her house. Her dog was uh, sniffing my butthole. And uh, I, I was over there. Yeah, or what? I, yeah I was like, she, I was like, she was wicked hot. And then the third one was like hot too. And I said, oh, this is a different game right now. This so, is a different. So game. do we have a history of who you swipe with? Like you can see this or no? No, because you, when you, because uh, I want to find this the first one. 
give us something. How long have you known Pete? Six, seven years. So yeah, you've got your bit. doctorate in Pete then at this point. Yeah, I know Pete a little bit. So before I had the embroidery machines in the basement of the barbershop at the other location. So I was in the barbershop daily. So I have a good rapport with all the barbers that were there. And my best friend owns the barbershop. So sometimes I always wonder if they're on their best behavior type shit in front of me or they don't tell me certain things because they know, you know, at the end of the day, no matter how tight me and Pete are, that's my man's barbershop. So if he's right. doing some dumb shit that affects my man, that's where that lies first. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I made that clear with everybody in the barbershop because like, I'm friends with everybody in the barbershop. Yeah. You know? So it's like, no, we're cool because before, even before Pete and other, there's been multiple barbers there. And that got a little tricky with them dudes. Like, I've right. kicked a couple of barbers the fuck out. It's hard to navigate those relationships. Yeah, like, hey, buddy, you got to go out. Like, who the fuck are you telling you got to leave? Like, I'm the dude who fires you. Like, hey, you're the fucker. You're fired. Get I'm the fuck HR, out of here. I'm gone. Yeah, like, you're the fuck out of here. And they're like, you're the dude in the basement. Like, yeah, I know I'm paying. Like, there was a time I was paying the rent. Like, these dudes were right. cutting fucking hair like that. It was, so it was a little crazy. And then they got a great stable of barbers now. It's fucking awesome. It's pumping out. Everybody's got good personalities. They work together. Like, it's awesome. So everybody's like nice and friendly, you know what I mean? But I grew up with the dude. I didn't grow up with another, actually, one of the other Bobbers I grew up with, but that's my dude since Day forever. One. Yeah, so it's like, you know, but none of these dudes are doing anything crazy. Like, you know, they all have appointments. It's not like, like before there was like a schedule. Yeah. How many dudes had a schedule before the coronavirus? Oh, that was wild. So they would have different Bobbers who would be like, um, try to leave when it's dull. When there's nobody there, but they ain't come through around dinner time and there's a bunch of walk-ins. Right. You know, and that would, like, no fear that if Pete spent eight hours in the barbershop, this dude was there for three and it was the three busiest hours, yep. it's fucked up, you know? So that was a little tricky. And it would be like, no, I've been here all day telling my buddy this because he didn't have enough money for the rent. I'd be like, but bro, the fuck out of here. You, you was gone for fucking three hours today. So that type of shit was sticky. But yeah, no, Pete. For a while. Yeah, but six, seven years. So you're still trying to figure him out, too, or you think you've got the... the no, I know cracks. Pete. I'm, Pete's one of my best friends now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I talk yeah. to Pete more than fucking anybody now. Yeah, we talk all the time. All the time. I still don't... I'm trying to learn the language still. Pete's fucking... Yeah, sometimes he doesn't... Pete's from the North Shore. Pete is authentically himself. Yeah, that's why I fuck with it. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I like. Yeah, I mean, that's all I can be, really. And when you meet someone Batman. and you trust them, yeah, it's it's, it's nice. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I'm not I'm not really like a uh, hurtful person, like a malicious person. I just want to fucking have sex. That's why I girls. forget who we talking about. Uh, maybe your nephew or something. And he was like, or oh, some guest. And he was like, "Are you gonna fight?" I'm like, "Ah, that ain't even Pete's like." Pete does fucking jujitsu to like work out and know how to defend himself. Pete's not trying to beat up nobody. You know, yeah. so that's not how I he just approaches. Leave. There's just other people leave. who are learning it to like go use it over there. That's not his mentality. You know what I mean? Like he's not trying to hurt nobody. If it happens, it happens. But like, that's not the type of dude Pete is. You know? Yeah, so well, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go instigating it. Like, you know what I mean? You're gonna. Yes, you probably did something to Pete if he wants to fight you. You don't have to touch me. Not like Sandusky, but lay a hand to you. Parallels are wild. Yeah. Well, I don't want a hand job from an old man. Sorry. <laughs> he was doing damage to them kids. Yeah, dude. 
He was doing damage to the lockers. You know who's not? E you know he's not even the worst dude in that situation. Because he's Joe a creep. Pa. Joe Pa. That, he's fucked up. The other dude who seen him clapping who the kids' cheeks and, and ran away and didn't do nothing. I hope he die. See something, say something. No, bro, you could have got away with killing that man. Yeah. You could have went and hit him with a fucking whatever you wanted off the back of the dome and killed him and got away with it because you could have had like yeah. split insanity. I mean, you could have said, hey, a priest touched me and right. I got a flashback and I just killed him. Like, and think of how many, any kid after that's on him. Like, yeah. That body's on him. Right. And that's kind of against everything I stand for. If you see something yeah. bad happening, uh, you got to say something. You got to do something. Especially when an uh, old guy's raping a little kid in the shower. Yeah. Yeah, that's a bad That's thing. a great way to trigger Penn State people, in anyone. Yeah, my cousin graduated from Penn State. And they're still, they get fucking. He's a big Joe Pa guy. I'm yeah. like, guy, he's a fucking dickhead. Joe Pa, like, not a good dude. He ra cared about his record instead of dude busting cheeks. Like, not a good dude. Glad they took his statue down. Fuck him, fuck his wife, fuck his kids. That's how I feel about Joe Pa. Yeah. So. Thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. Before we wrap up, tis the fucking season. Mm. Tomorrow is St. Patrick's Day. And I am an Irish kid from South Boston. Now, I would think that would be, you know, closest thing you get to someone who's not from Ireland. I know the other neighborhoods with Irish people, Charlestown people, Dorchester, whatever you want. You come here. We want to be Irish. We're in Irish town. We would be the North End for Irish people, correct? Yeah, I think so. You would think so? Yeah. So I I was wondering if I wanted to talk about St. Patrick. I wanted to be one of them dudes who were on the internet. But a lot of people get it confused and discredit whoever's saying it. So that's why I brought up, I'm an Irish kid from Southie. <coughs> St. Patrick himself is a piece of shit. He's not even Irish. He's happened to be English. Well, he's Roman, but Rome was in charge of Britain at the time. But he was born in Britain. And he's not who they pretend he is. And there weren't any snakes in Ireland to begin with. It's a fucking island. And after the Ice Age... There was no snakes there. So how would one get the reputation of clearing all the snakes out of Ireland? That's his law for hundreds of years, no? Well, one day I was trying to figure out how we got the ideology of a leprechaun, because they're not real, right? How do we get there? And I got down the rabbit hole. And I got to the Twa people. It's an African pygmy um, group of people. They're very little. And they happen to be the people who inhabited the north of Ireland before the Druids and before St. Patrick and before Christianity. They migrated and lived there. There are no people who are indigenous to Ireland that were still on Ireland after the Ice Age. The people who lived there were the Twa people. Now, the Twa people... They're good at like little metal work, textile work, shoes, medicine. They were real little people. One one could say they were magical. They wore these hats that up until Christianity, the snake itself was a 
was a powerful thing. It was a good thing. And if you want to start a religion, your religion's got to be wrong for mine to be right. So the first thing Christianity attacked was snakes. You know, that's the one who helped Eve get the apple. Mm -hmm. Snakes are bad in the Bible. But if you look at Egypt, a lot older than the Bible, a lot of snakes on hats and a lot of big things. It was a powerful thing before Christianity. These little twa people, they happen to wear hats with snakes on them. Now, St. Patrick was a dude who was a slave. He was brought back. He didn't have too great of a life. Ended up coming back into Christianity, wanted to spread it. And he went over to take over and get those people out of Ireland. And St. Patrick went over and wiped out the Twa people in Ireland and killed them all. And it was always wild. They had to disappear. So the Druids and everybody would say, there was always the little wild African, little black people running around the woods is where we got the leprechauns from. No shit. So the true story of St. Patrick is that man was like a half a general or some type of shit and went over there and wiped out a whole bunch of people under the disguise of spreading Christianity. And now we have leprechauns and we celebrate this dude for getting snakes out of a place that were not there. Just they had snakes on, hence why he got rid of the snakes. So... Now we throw up in front of a stop and shop for that. Yes, exactly. It's salty and piss in the corner. So for this ain't TikTok, it's real. I've done my research on it. St. Patrick is a piece of shit. And it's St. Patty's Day with D's, D's. not T's. Just letting you know we're Patty's. Patrick, no, it's not St. Patrick's Day. It's St. Patty's Day for us. That's why there's a difference. So... Figure I'd leave you with that little tidbit seeing the St. Patrick's Day weekend. Well, from one Mick to another, thank you for having me. I appreciate it, and I hope you enjoy the weekend. Pete's Italian. Thanks, guys. Yeah, Pete's not coming. Fuck Pete. I'm not fucking going. I can, if I go, I'm gonna piss on a girl. <laughs> they might pay extra for that. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. No shame, man. I've been rapping, I've been grinding for a better tomorrow. I'm feeling sour, cup of three, five, and smoke the gelato. Trying to take care of this music, feel like Drake on the motto. Joke Lugato, I'm coming with the crazy style. Yeah, they say I couldn't do it till I did it. What they say now, never like being home. I was raised up on the playground. All my friends, my brothers, yeah, my bison, know they stay down. Now I'm never stopping.